check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports for you on a Tuesday. First day of September in the year 2020. John Mark and Freeze. Yeah, yeah. Of course, producer Ben Ready on the board. Townhouse Media, always member. Follow us on Instagram, Sports Review Podcast. Townhouse Media now, always member. You can like us on Facebook, Sports Review. You always can. Download us wherever you listen to your podcast Google, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio Like Townhouse Media also on Facebook I'm starting off with this song you hear the beat in the background It's been a real rough week since our last episode And um, we're going to start off with a little memoriam to tribute to those Who we lost in the last literally five days Starting Thursday, we lost a legend in the college basketball, two legends in the college basketball world in the last five days. Started Thursday night with the passing of the great Lute Olson, of longtime coach of the University of Arizona. Obviously, we know he's one of the most winningest coaches in the Pac-10, Pac-12. Obviously, he won a national title in, 80, in 97. Obviously, still getting a little mad about that because they beat me and Mark's Tar Heels in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. We was the number one team that year. We had Vince and Antoine. That run, they beat Paul Pierce's Kansas team in the Sweet 16. They beat North Carolina in the Final Four, and they beat Rick Pitino's Kentucky team with Miles Simon, Mike Bibby. So I want to say rest in peace to him. I want to skip a day. We'll go to Saturday. We got another former NBA great and Uncle Cliff, Cliff Robinson. Man. 53 years old and lost a year-long battle with lymphoma. Was the original... To me, while you think about it, he was probably the original stretch power, stretch forward mm-hmm. when it comes to... Sh- Most definitely. Dudes who were 6'10 that was playing on the perimeter. I finally forgot he was the sixth man of the year. I was an all-star. We all remember his days with Portland. Played at UConn. Played with the Suns. Marks With Mark's boy, Jason Kidd. Man with the Nets. So, obviously, RP Uncle Cliff. These last two, though, were the ones that really hit the hardest. Sadly, Friday, we lost a superhero. Chadwick Bozeman, 43 years young. Mm. Four-year battle with colon cancer. We didn't even know. And while that time, he was filming Black Panther, The Five Bloods, and all these movies. And he was fighting for his life. And we lost that fight on Friday. Like LeBron James said it's Saturday after the Bakers beat the Blazers. Lost the Black Mamba and the Black Panther in the same year. This has to be the most crappiest year ever. And then last but not least, yesterday, we wake up to the news of a legend, an icon, a, a, a social justice warrior, a Hall of Famer, and the legend of John Thompson. 
who passed on yesterday. Valentine coach at Georgetown, two-time NBA champion with the Celtics, Hall of Famer, coached four Hall of Famers. Patrick Ewing, Lonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo, and Allen Iverson. And obviously, we all know they won the title in 84, beating five slamming Jamma. They went to three national championships. And we just want to remember their legacy with a moment of silence. And then we're going to pay our respects on what were our favorite memories about these particular players. These particular figures in sports and entertainment culture. Rest in peace. Glasses up. Rest in peace. Most definitely. I want to start. Mark, man, that Lute Olsen, Lute Olsen, that team in 97, that that really ticked me off, man. That team, we had Vince, we had Twan. We should have won, dude. We should have won the title that year. And obviously, it didn't see March Madness, anything can happen. And that year, they beat Kent, they beat Paul. Look at all the players. Look at all the players who was on these teams. Paul Pierce in Kansas. Vince Carter, Antoine Jameson, North Carolina. And then that Kentucky team with Ron Mercer and Derek Anderson. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and there was Bibby, Miles Simon. I think Mario Bennett was on that team as well. Man. But he coached a lot of great players. So I want to say salute to Lute Olsen. Lute Olsen was a great coach, man. <clears throat> at, the, at the time in 97, it hurt when they beat North Carolina. But so did. Uh, you know, looking back at it, like I said, man, I, I can understand why the Arizona team beat North Carolina. Man, that's crazy, ain't it? And then you think about um, that – you just think about he was also coached many guys – coached um, Sean Elliott. He coached Steve Kerr. And you also think about um, that uh, team in um, – I think in 2001, the Jason Terry team that lost to Duke in the championship. Mm-hmm. With Richard Jefferson, he coached Luke Walton. They had a lot. They had, Arizona put on a lot of good players. Shout out to Hassan. I'm saying so. Freeze, what you remember about Lute Olsen? Uh I started learning more about him, you know, because during that time, obviously, I was young as hell during that time. But, um, you know, as I got older, and start doing like you know more research on you know like the Pac-10 and everything, and I really start realizing, you know how good this guy was as a coach. And you know I looked at some of the players that he coached, and you know just off the record alone, you know you got you got to recognize greatness. Yeah. And one thing I can uh, most definitely uh, say is this guy was a big contributor towards college basketball and the game of basketball in general. And you can't you can't talk about Pac-10. Pac-12 basketball without mentioning this man's name. It's it's impossible. Right, right. You know, especially, you know, me being a USC fan, I have no choice but, you know, but to know about him. Right. So that, that's what I got on him. You know, it's, it's sad to, um, that um, that had to happen. But, um, you know, I, I actually looked at um, that um, that uh, game that y'all lost. I think it was on TV um, not too, like a few like a few years ago. I remember watching it. Yeah, I haven't and, watched it since. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I watched it like it was, it was a good game, and I and I realized how good that team really was. You know, I really didn't know how good the, um, that Arizona team was. You know, obviously because how old I am, but 
once I look back, I'm like, man, that, that was a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I really understood why they went as far as they did watching, you know, that game. And then I watched a few other games, you know, just, just peeping everything that he did. And you think also another thing he did, obviously being in Arizona as, as a Republican state, and there was the, always the controversy over Dr. King's birthday being a holiday. And he was on the front line of making sure that was one of the as the highest paid employee of the state of Arizona. He went, made sure that Arizona recognized Dr. King's birthday as a holiday. So we salute that. Most definitely. Um, Cliff Robinson. Obviously, Uncle Cliff is what they called him. Um Okay. I remember I, I never I didn't know a lot about his UConn days as a college player. I always knew him. Obviously, Portland wearing the headband, six ten forward shooting threes. Unfortunately for Cliff, I think what he's most known for is after Jordan hit that six three in the first half. Man, he was in the background when Jordan gave a shrug. The crazy yeah. is crazy thing. Shout out <laughs> to my boy Manuel. We literally just talked about that play. I was like, man, we were just talking about Cliff Robinson, man. And then see that news was crazy, mm-hmm. and obviously. He was. You imagine Cliff Robinson was playing in today's NBA. He he he'd be like how uh pro, he, he you know he probably be like he probably be like how Siakam is, like one of those type of players. Mm. He he would most definitely uh be one like a premier player. And you know, unfortunately back then, you know they were really adamant about playing your role. You know, they didn't want power forwards. It wasn't no to be just, power forward. No, nah, no, nah, yeah. you know, you wasn't you wasn't supposed to be shooting three pointers as a power forward. You are supposed to be. You know, as either, either getting rebounds or some type of enforcer. enforcer yep. Yeah, that's that's yep. what, that's what your job was. Mm-hmm. And so, like the way the game, like him, and I hate to admit this, him and dudes like Chris Weber were most definitely players that were ahead of their time. And you got to think about who's that coach? They both had Rick Adelman. There you mm-hmm. go. Rick Adelman was ahead of his time when seeing what everyone brings up, Dan Tony and mm-hmm. the seven seconds or less. Rick Adelman was the first coach that I can remember who played a. Who played the power forward on the perimeter? Yeah. So we salute Cliff. Now this one, the Chadwick Boseman thing. We're gonna save John Thompson from lots, but the Chadwick Boseman thing really still hasn't really set in with me. Yeah. And I think because me and Mark we talked about this in our chat. He's only a few years older than all of us. Mm-hmm. The dude's only forty three, mm. and he got stage three colon cancer four years ago. And here he is, probably producing, probably one of the biggest, working on one of the biggest movies of all time. And he's going through treatments and chemo. And he's taking, going over takes. I heard on first take, there was a scene where they went 20, they had to do like 20 different takes. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't even know that this dude was basically fighting for his life the whole time. Yeah. And, you know, not, not even outside of that, you know, he had to, he had to work out on everything for that role. So, um, like you said, imagine you going back through chemo and everything. Just, you know, tired as you are just to go, you know, work out in the gym for like two or three hours, probably either before or afterwards, you know. You, probably both some days. Yeah, seriously. Man. So that right there, that, that dude, that he was he was something special, most definitely. You think about it. 42, Thurgood Marshall, James Brown. Good movies. The Five Bloods. Obviously, that was, hey, so I have a spike. <laughs> See? We're in the Townhouse Media Studios right now, and ben, producer Ben is obviously t- making fun of my fact that I'm wearing a blue T-shirt. It's so not I just was, you. 
Yeah, and they freeze. Yeah, we cripping cousins today. Freeze, yeah. hold the controller of Freeze. Freeze is dressed just like my Mega Man controller. <laughs> oh! Like he, he got on two shades of blue over there. Like he really just so happened to be. <laughs> That's crazy, right? Shout now. Out, hey, shout out to Darkwing Duck. Shout out to Darkwing Duck. Shout out to Disney. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, that's crazy. But Chadwick, man, way before his time, LeBron said it. This 2020 has been a real crappy year. We're still, still seven months removed from, from losing Kobe. And we lost so many people in the last seven months. It's been crazy. Not with COVID and mm-hmm. famous celebrities who we lost. And it's just been totally crazy. Yeah, it's, it's been a wild year. This this year is most definitely one that the history books is going to look back at and be like, whoa. <laughs> the in-memoriam for this year is going to be just ridiculous. Man, I, I could see in like about 40 years people talking about what's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and we're going to be like, nah, it, it didn't go the way um, they making it seem like it, it was. Uh, it was really, it was much definitely worse. And then obviously, Coach Thompson. Man. You think about all of us, we all grew up playing athletics and watching sports. Who those coaches, you just wonder, like, man, I wonder what it would be like to play for that guy. John Thompson was one of those dudes, man. Obviously, 80, the 80s, we talked about Mark had the Iverson 30 for 30 mm-hmm. on his list. It shows y'all crossover. We didn't even think about another 30 for 30. The 30 for 30 on the Big East. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Think about them, them 80s Big East with Georgetown and St. John's and Syracuse and Villanova. Think about Coach Thompson and Bayheim and um, the coach from St. John's. I'll forget his name. And then Riley Malsamino from Villanova. Yo, how many how many black coaches was back back then? Like you look, it, it you a, seen it was you, more. It was more. It seemed like it. Joints. Yeah, I, I don't remember well, he, none that was on the on the stage like Coach Thompson. Right. He was probably the the most famous. Yeah, and obviously he always doesn't like, and he hated being known as the first coach to win, first black coach to win a national title. It bothered him to. It was like a pet peeve. He's like, don't ever say that because he don't want to be known as that. He just know he just wants to be a coach who won. Mm-hmm. Don't be shocked that I won just because I'm black. Right, and you think about all the years he I mean, get bring, getting Patrick Ewing, who was coming from Jamaica and lived in Boston, and now he got to DC. People, I didn't even realize, Matumbo and, and Lonzo Morning were were in the same recruiting class. They sure were. Mm. Mm. And it's like we talk, we always talk about that, but man, it just seemed like it was something about when he decided to make that trip to Hampton, Virginia, to go bail this two sport athlete out of. Not bail him out, but try to help him get out of jail. Because his mama said, please, no one wants to give my son a chance. Will you please give my son a chance? And for those who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about the great Allen Iverson. And that's when I really got into college basketball. Because AI was, we talked about the Fab Five. You think about the Fab Five, you go when AI was at Georgetown. Baggy shorts, wearing the Concords. Wearing the flights, it, mm-hmm. and they was talking about it like, um, who was I think it was Kenny Smith brought it up on TNT. Georgetown gear was 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 swag back in the eighties. The the Air Maxes, the Georgetown Air Maxes in the eighties. It was just like, but this guy was such a a figure and a social justice warrior. He protested. He walked off the court. Because he wanted more black athletes to get chances with Proposition 42 and 48. Mm. I didn't hear about Proposition 48, be honest, the first time I saw blue chips. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. And then you realize it, it was a way to keep black athletes from getting scholarships. 
wow. getting into getting into universities. Are you fucking kidding me? And that's what. And he was like, you know, we need to. He wanted that fixed. And he was like, you know, what, I'm not coaching. Mm. And I heard a story the other day. Jay Williams brought up a story that he was recruiting him when he was before he decided to go to that other school in North Carolina. What school was that? When they that school where name's name was um. <laughs> Dookie? Yeah, them them guys. <laughs> he was gonna go to Georgetown, but he John Thompson told him, "I'm gonna retire. I'm retiring. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not gonna be a coach." And that's how he ended up at Duke. But um, Shaq said it. He wore 33 because of Patrick Ewing, and obviously John Thompson recruited him too. It was just like there were so many coaches, and they said, and Barky brought up, there's only two coaches who will talk. To, you could talk to. All day, you know, I have to mention basketball once. That was Coach Thompson and our coach, Dean Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They say any player from North Carolina, he don't talk to you about life, about ball. He talks to you about life. And you think about his last – the last thing he did before he died, he gave all his players – he, he got a card for all of the players he coached. He said, one last dinner on me. Mm-hmm. So rest in peace to those four legends. Most definitely. Who were icons on the floor, off the court, in the on the screen, off the screen. So now let's talk some hoops, ladies and gentlemen. And the best two words in sports are happening right now. Game seven. What you wanna say? What you all the best two words in sports were? Uh Nothing. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. No, well, well, they have the rules for that in the bubble, so we got to be careful. Um, obviously, playoffs well, are going on right now. Wow. We seem like the first. We, we're we're wow. all, we're going into the next round, wow. the second round. And look at it right now. It seems like seems like Denver wants to go to the second round. And it seems like Utah just blew a three-one lead. If, if these things hold up. Yeah, so much for them 50 points from um, Donovan Mitchell, right? Now, D- Jamal Murray said, I see your 50, and I'll raise you another 50. Yeah, Vegas right. style. And 45. Yeah. Too bad they ain't happening next round. Oh, no. Fortunately, yeah. he'll run into a, yeah. run into a man, uh, But let's talk about that. Jamal Murray, this is his – obviously, we know he was a good player coming out of Kentucky. Out of Kentucky. But um, I don't think nobody saw this. Obviously, Denver got a lot of criticism from giving him that $170 million contract last summer. Mm-hmm. And now he's paying dividends. Now next, now I don't know how it's gonna happen when they face if they if things stand right now. They're up thirteen on the nugget on the Jazz, and they face the Clippers in the next round. Now I don't know how that's gonna stand, but we'll see. But let's talk about the playoffs. Obviously, the first round, the East first round is all is complete. They're on the round two. The Celtics they're up 2-0 right now. But man, we gotta talk about this Miami Milwaukee series. I said last week I think Milwaukee, Miami can have a chance to beat Milwaukee, but I do think Milwaukee's going to win. But I'm going to start this with Giannis, Mr. Defensive Player of the Year. <laughs> so you don't know why you didn't switch on Jimmy Butler, huh? He basically just threw Mike Budenholzer under the bus. like well, Completely. Here's my thing. You defensive player... I know what Mark is thinking because we brought this up and calling out names last week. If, if certain players would have came with that BS answer in the post-game press conference, it would be headline news. Thank you. If LeBron or Kawhi said that crap, are I'm you kidding with, me? I'm not going to say Kawhi. If, if, LeBron, LeBron, if LeBron said that, 
it, it, it'd be World War Three. Exactly. Oh yeah, most definitely. Come on, man. <laughs> You're the defensive player of the year. I remember I brought this up last week with Coach. We talked about this topic. I was watching the Lakers Pistons game in 2013, and Kobe was saying, "I got Will Bynum. Will Bynum was balling for the was balling for the Pistons, and Kobe was like, I got Bynum.'" Yeah, I mean this is Will freaking Bynum. Giannis, you tell me you can't guard Jimmy Butler. You the defensive player of the year. Come on, man. And he dropped forty. 40 and you only had and you only had eighteen. Pathetic. You finna be the MVP, but I, I'll leave that there. But let's talk about what's seriously going on in the bubble. When we left last week, I don't think none of us saw what was going to happen. What transpired the last week. The more we talked, I criticized George Hill last week because obviously I thought his comment saying that I can't do nothing, we can't do nothing in this bubble was pretty stupid. It is, and I still think they are. But I got to give him and Sterling Brown, Shannon Brown's little brother, not the actor. Wait, wait, wait! That's really his little brother? Yeah, I did not know that. That's crazy. I yeah. Didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, that's Shannon Brown's little brother. He was he was around the Lakers when he won the championship, but when he was on the Lakers. He was just a kid there. But we all know his situation, what happened to him in Minnesota when he got tased by the cops. Mm. And Milwaukee decide they're boycotting. Obviously, justice for Jacob Blake. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Please arrest those cops now. But um, that led to all the other games being postponed for three days. And then a big meeting transpired. And obviously, there was a lot of tension, a lot of heated a lot of things were said, but players got on one accord, but they really are putting these owners' feet to the fire. Let's start off with just with the initial thought when y'all heard that Milwaukee wasn't playing. Um, when I heard that, I was I was like, good job, Milwaukee. Because um I always say that the uh the NBA is pretty much like that they're the guys that okay, if if it works in the NBA, it can work for everybody else. And the fact of they and they when they did that, it started a trickle down effect because pretty much all all, all sports for like either the next two days were like canceled. It sure was. There was no sports on TV for two days. They started a real trickle effect. Mark, yeah. what do you think, man? I liked it honestly, uh, and I, I liked it even more when 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 I heard that it came out that uh, Milwaukee was willing to take the forfeit. <clears throat> Yeah, that was crazy, right? Yeah, because basically they're saying, okay, we're not even gonna take the, we'll, we'll take the loss, yeah, and we're gonna, and we're gonna, and we're gonna take, and we're gonna lose some money. Yeah, uh, and, and to me that 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 was dope and that was big, but was what was uh, bigger for me was the fact of uh, you had some players that was really contemplating on uh, like leaving, yeah, yeah, like leaving because you know it is is bigger. Than, what is going on now is bigger than basketball. So sure is, and and I do think that you can play basketball and um, and still you know. Do what you have to do, uh, but for some players, they feel like they're probably better off outside the bubble. It's all a personal opinion to me because I feel like for a lot of these players, if they don't have a microphone in their face and not playing basketball, a lot of people won't know what they're doing. Exactly. So this is their platform, and I feel like what they're doing in this bubble. Every time they get asked a question, they hardly answer about basketball. It's about whatever's going on. That's it. I think the players that's doing that is dope. I think with LeBron doing, I think with. Uh, what Jamal Murray was doing, I think what Chris Paul's doing, a lot uh, Donovan Mitchell. I, I've got a lot more respect for some of these players, and it has nothing to do with basketball. Let me say this: Most definitely. Have you heard from Avery Bradley? No. Have you heard from Bradley Bill? No. 
Have you heard from Kyrie Irving? No. Have you heard from Kevin Durant? No. I don't want to hear about, okay, you can't. You make the best out of the situation. By the way, the score is 41, 46 31 going in at almost one and a half time. Yeah, this, is, this is ugly. This is not good. And I wonder how, and we wonder, we're going to see many how many points Jamal Murray had, but he's going for, he might go for another 50 piece. Um, yeah, he said, yeah, 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 I'm going to cook. Yeah. He's cooking. He's cooking. But yeah, Should look at he, he's, he's just like, yeah, yeah. But look at this situation, and then we're we going to bring up the story. By the way, he only has eight points, and that will, he'll be in double figures before we know it. But um, the situation is like this. You think in the, go back to the media. You, the word had spread it out that the Clippers and the Lakers were the two teams who was thinking about opting out. All the Lakers followed behind LeBron except Dwight. And Kawhi, all the Clippers followed behind Kawhi. But Doc Rivers, and we're going to get into Doc in a minute because obviously what he said still to me is still sitting with me seven days later. Whilst we were sitting here watching the Clippers just – Basically kicked the, the Mavericks out the bubble last week. Pretty much. Sorry. And then he comes with this powerful speech. Like he just want to be a coach. He just shouldn't have to be asking questions like this, but he's going to answer them because he's a black man. His dad was a Chicago PD. He has three sons. He has two. He has two sons and a daughter. Oh. Uh, he just took. A, like he took a shot to the to nah. the. Stu- Look at look who's on the ground. Yeah, I think he took a shot to the chest. Oh, okay. He'd be. I think he'd be alright. Just right took a knee to the stomach, man. But that ain't cool though. But um, oh, he's holding his cat. He's on his thigh. Is that Murray? Yes. Oh, he got him. He got he got him the thigh. He like. Well, he's he's good. He's gonna be good. He's probably got a little yeah. little Charlie horse probably. But um, let's get to LeBron. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot of talk about his role in this meeting. His role in this meeting basically saying that, oh, there were some players who would the Steve let's just get buried it. The Steve I'm cause I'm cause I'm calling out Stephen A. Smith and calling out names. So I'm gonna let y'all talk about this. What would y'all think about his report? Because I'm gonna say my piece and he's not gonna like it, and I really don't give a care. But I'm gonna let y'all talk. What did y'all make of the LeBron report? Um, I, I see it as BS. Complete utter BS. Yeah, that, that looked like it hurt. That, 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 that looked like it was on purpose, too. Mm. Look at that. Oh, oh, come on, Angles. He look tripped him. No, nah, he, he caught a knee to the thigh. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, he gonna, that, That's not intentional because he can, a, get, he can get himself hurt doing that as well. He yeah. can hurt himself more than he hurt him. <laughs> he tried to say uh, he got a bruise. It's a thigh. He, got a, he got a thigh bruise, probably. Yeah, that's. that's yeah. That. But, um,. Yeah, I, I, I see that as BS. I don't, I don't know what source Stephen A. Smith got that from, or I don't even know what the point of even reporting that was for, to be honest. like I, I don't see it as a topic that was really worth reporting, because at that point, that, that's, it's all hearsay. I don't know if you just bored or something or what, but I, I, I didn't get that at all. That's just me. Mark, what did you think about the Stephen A. report? Uh... I didn't really. I mean, I, 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 I don't. I don't. I think it was BS. I'm with Nick. I think it was BS. Uh, I do. I can't see. It, you know, LeBron probably coming off like I'm higher than everybody else. Right. But I don't think he's pushing that power on this issue right now. No. no. <clears throat> and then you go around on social media. A lot of the players, when all this stuff was trailing out, even with the story with Patrick Beverly and Michelle Roberts, you had five different Clippers who came out and called BS. Exactly. You had Damian Lillard call BS on this whole that the even players were that certain players were talking about leaving, and he left the bubble. So exactly. and they called a flagrant. Mm. So, but I'm glad they came. That obviously that they came on one accord. 
they're still fighting a good fight. You look at Jamal Murray sneakers. He has George Floyd on the right sneaker and Breonna Taylor on the left. And they're out here fighting this case, fighting this good fight. And shout out, by the way, Kenny Vaccaro from the Titans. He says he's not answering no football questions. All his questions are going to be about what's going on in the country. So, 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 so shout out to him, although he's, this is an NBA topic. But we got, but this is a topic that just had to be discussed. Um, I talked about Doc Rivers. That speech was just sat with me and talked about the fear. And he's basically saying we're tired. I'm tired of, you know, of, you know, having to talk about this and nobody's listening. Go back to when, I don't know, did y'all hear with Rob, the Robert Ory, see the Robert Ory yeah. video? Oh, I didn't see that. What happened? So Robert Ory, obviously, which was Wednesday when the games were postponed, he went on Spectrum Sports Night because obviously he was going to be a part of the pre and post game coverage for the Lakers. And he just said, he told his son, he has two sons. He's one is 20, he has one is 14. It's like, I already lost a child because he had a daughter who passed from a genetic disorder at 17. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose you. You got to come on to me because if something happens to you, something's going to happen to those cops. Mm-hmm. And you hear the general emotion. He was just sobbing. Sobbing, man. It was ridiculous. It was just mm-hmm. like the pain. I saw it. I felt, I heard it in James Worthy's voice coming from North Carolina, coming from the South. Yeah. And you just got to understand, man. This is this is bro, these brothers ain't they want to they love playing ball they love the money they're making they love that they're able to still provide for their families but they know there's a bigger picture out here and they and they should not have to be responsible for what's going on in society now they have responsibility as they try to they use their platform and they've done that greatly but that shouldn't be their pro, that shouldn't have to be their priority right. the priority should be let us assist in helping make things better. Let us. We don't need to be the resolution why everything gets better. That's supposed to be on these politicians, on these city officials. So that's why you hearing them stressing, get out there and vote. Every NBA arena is going to be a voting station November third. The Staples Center and the Forum are going to be voting stations on the, here in LA. And Anthony Davis said it. Players are they're tired of hearing gestures. We want to we want to see action now, and that brings me to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan being the only black owner, and this is a topic that producer Ben Reddy brought up when we returned months ago about more black owners in sports. And Michael Jordan, as obviously being the being who he is, has a lot of those players who are Jordan brand athletes, mainly Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook, who he speaks to on a more on a regular basis. And he told him like, "Look, what do y'all want? I'm gonna be y'all. I'm gonna be the, the I'm gonna be the liaison from for the players to the owners." Because I'm the only one that can, that's been both. And he told those owners. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Do not look at me as one of y'all fellow owners. Don't look at me as a former player. I need y'all to look at me as a black man. Mm. As a black man, mm-hmm. shout out to Jordan for, uh, I, for doing I, that. I think I think that was big, you know, big of Jordan 
to uh, you know to step in and and, and be the middleman of it, of it because uh, like like John just said, for him to be a a well known powerful player uh, and a powerful name and and not just basketball but just sports period, um, and also the only minority owner in the NBA, right? Yes, uh, yeah. For for him to, to to step in and 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 do that and be the middleman, I think that was dope. And, and I'm glad he finally did something And it's out in the public Because I know he does a lot And never gets spoke about Right um, I'm glad he finally did it And it's out in the public and, uh, and and people can see it now, man And it took I mean, it took him 30 years to do it Everybody's gonna bring up always, Everyone's gonna still harp on the Republicans By you too, think But it's never too late To make change Better late than never you, you don't Only time it's too late Is when you're gone Pretty much And we lost a lot of soldiers In these last eight, In these first eight months Of this year but I'm proud of these brothers. I hope they do well. Hope they get the changes they need and go out there and vote. Um, another topic. Before I get off that, I'm, I'm disappointed that only 20% of the NBA was registered to vote, though. Uh, that, 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 wow. That, that's, that's insane. That could be the part. I, I, I didn't even think about that whole. I, was, I, I don't know why I didn't bring that up. But I want to say shout out to Chris Paul and LeBron, as you said, Mark. Because Chris Paul made sure every Oklahoma City Thunder player got registered to vote. Yeah. Let's go over to football. Shout out to Jacoby Brissett. He made sure every Colts player got registered to vote. The fact that you cannot have this platform mm. and be looked at as a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. You got 20, 20%. There's, there's over 342 players in the over. There's over 500 players in the NBA. That's probably like barely 125 players registered to vote then. Mm-hmm. That's that that that's not a lot at all. It's not. Uh, I think that goes into like how young some of these dudes are as well. Because you know, a lot. You know, a lot, let's be real. A lot of you know, a lot of these guys are between the ages of uh, eighteen and like twenty two. And, and and to to go off what you saying, they come in when they eighteen. So the last, you know, once they start playing, I'm pretty sure the last thing they come you know, across their mind is let me register to vote. Right. Yeah. And let's be real. A lot of them aren't drafted when um when big time votes are going on either. So you know. You know, let's just be real. Probably slipped their mind. You never know, or some, or you know, some. You know, they young. They probably don't even care at this at this point. But I, I don't. I don't want to give no excuse for it because nah. for, for them to have this platform and for them to be doing the big things that they're doing when it comes to social justice, I'm disappointed that only 20 percent of the NBA is registered to vote. And this is like a point they also bring up when it comes to the whole kneeling thing. Do you know what you're kneeling for? Or are you just doing it to be a follower? Mm. Exactly. And if you don't know what you're kneeling for, don't kneel. If you don't know what you're voting for, you better go ask somebody. There's no excuse. No voting is an excuse. That was my only criticism I ever had of Cap was him not openly meaning he didn't vote. Now, if you didn't vote, teach his own. But keep that to yourself. Pretty much. No, don't, I, keep, no, don't keep that to yourself. Good point. Good point. Go, go vote. Good point. Even, it, 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 just go, go vote. And Because uh, my point was, it, I understand you probably didn't care about who's running, who's going who's gonna to be elected into the White House. But you being in the Bay Area, there were so, so many other... Initiatives that needed passing on the local level in San Francisco, exactly. in Santa Clara, in Oakland, in Richmond, whatever, you can still play a part in that. Don't worry about who who's living in the White House. I mean that you you going do so much. You going do so much that your control. But as far as on the local front, that's to be your base. Because he, I saw Friday Cap. You know he he thanked LeBron for being true to himself. And I want to ask you guys, and then clown. I want to ask this right here. No, no, let me go there. Yeah, Steve, I'll save, 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 saving them for the next, saving them for the, for the later segment. Don't give them free publicity. Um, 
I had to felt some type of way when I saw Cap thank LeBron because I was like, okay, you're thanking him for being true, but you don't go, but you don't believe in what the one thing that he's passionate about, and that's voter suppression. Mm-hmm. So I help me understand. I mean, and I respect that he probably is okay. He 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 he's a proud of him as a black man. So I was like, okay, cool. But still, part of me still felt some type of way. It was like, okay, but you didn't vote in 2016. You're part of the reason why we're in this. <laughs> Why some of the things is happening, but you still been fighting. So you you're straddling the fence. Help me not be so mad at the fact that he was thanking LeBron for standing up for voter suppression when he didn't vote. Um, I don't know if you can because that's one of those situations. So let's say, for example, you talk to somebody that's against Kaepernick, and that's one of the things they'll bring up. Right. I, and I've had that discussion with somebody before who doesn't really support what Kaepernick does. And to be honest, I didn't have no rebuttal for that. Because, you know, I try to defend them, and then they're like, well, how, how like you said, how is he going to um, go against all these, uh, say he going to uh, support all these issues and all this stuff, and he doesn't vote? And I was like, I had nothing to say. But uh, I'm like, that, that's real. And my point is, you don't want to you don't, you don't be in the same category as Jason Whitlock. Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like th- there's a way you can, because you, I, I think there's a way that, that you can support, or you can appreciate something that you don't really support. Right. Yeah. Um, you can see somebody out there doing good things, and you might not support everything that this person's doing, but you see that this person is doing good things out there. So I see there's a way where you can say, "Yo, I'm proud of you for first off being a black man, a positive black man," and then on top of that, uh, you know, you you out here doing big things for the black community. He don't he don't vote. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree with that, but he don't vote. But you know, he's still proud of what LeBron's doing. I think there's a way that, that you can separate the two. Right. Okay. So my last topic on the NBA, then we're going to switch to one small little MLB topic because I got a lot of NFL we're going to get to. Boy, Washington football team, y'all, y'all might as well just have a residency segment yeah. in, this, uh, in this show, but we'll save that in a minute. Paul George he had his breakout game in game five, but he discussed the mental health issues that he dealt with being in this bubble, the anxiety, the depression. Obviously, being away from his girl, being away from his kids, and a lot of players are feeling that way. Danny Green brought that up. He knows he's away. He just got engaged. He, he even asked, could he bring his dog to the bubble? And they said, no, you couldn't bring a dog. I see the video of Fred Van Vliet when his daughter is running down the hotel to see him, and they're showing her courtside at today's game. And I saw what Barkley said, and I kind of was like, oh, hold on. He, well, Barkley was basically ripping Paul George, saying, like, well, it's – Easy to say you got mental health when, you, when you're going two for 15, basically. I didn't agree with that because from a person who's dealt with people in my family with mental health issues, mm-hmm. I just didn't understand what was Barkley's reason for saying that. Um, I, I think what Barkley was doing, that's a, that's a lazy argument. Um, Pretty much. I'm not ever going to question nobody if they have mental, you know, if they say they have mental issues and they've been, you know, going through depression. If somebody say that, then I'm you know I'm, I'm gonna give them that 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 space. You know what I'm saying I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that to him. You can't take that away from him at all because uh, he was having a couple of bad games and, you, and he said that you think that that that's you know it's easy for him to say that because he was having bad games. Like nah, he really could have been you know what I'm saying going through that. Like being away from the people that you normally around that that can cause anxiety. That you know what I'm saying like you being a bubble. That's all that people react differently to it. Yeah, and I can empathize with Paul George. With Paul George, I can too. Yeah, I, I went two months without seeing my daughter because of the pandemic. Mm. That was hard. Mm. And my daughter stays literally five minutes from my house. 
See? Yeah, a little stuff like that. And my my whole thing is this with that situation. I got the gun. Char- Charles Barkley, <laughs> what that whole thing that Charles Barkley uh did is the main reason why people don't come out more with their mental issues yep. because yep. it's because of situations like that. Yep. Good point. That's the reason why uh black men keep they uh they emotions to themselves because of dudes like him. Yep. That's that that's trash. No, it is trash. It is that, trash. That's really trash. And black people are the ones who suffering the most from mental health. Exactly. And because it's so taboo, no one wants to bring it up. They people are afraid that okay, people are gonna look at you like you a weirdo. Yeah. Are they no. gonna look at you how Charles Barkley was just talking about yeah, Paul George? Exactly. But you look at when when Meadow when the Lakers won the title in twenty ten, Meadow was out there thanking his therapist the whole time. Thank you. So, I mean it was not I mean you And it, people called him crazy for that. Yeah, and you gotta understand. People People have been dealing with You think with DeRozan And Kevin Love Who've been open about it It takes people time To come out and say it And you can't force them Some people Don't want to know it And that's their prerogative But when they come out And say it We can't blast them Like that And it happens every single time Because we don't know What type of nerve That's going to set off With them Mentally And you don't want to do that Now, and So that's why I didn't agree With Barkley Um, Let's talk a little MLB We're going to focus On the MLB Obviously We're in September um, yesterday was the MLB trade deadline. Pretty, pretty slow trade deadline, but um, wasn't slow for the Angels. Well, here's the thing with teams like the Angels and the Marlins. When do you know it's time to hit the restart? Because um, you look at what y'all did, y'all sell then I were sellers. But you look at what the Marlins did, who've always been sellers and then buyers. But then yesterday they were doing both. They traded for Starling Marte from Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. And now they're really like in the fifth place in the NL, and I didn't even realize that. Um, I honestly, um, from from what I can tell, is you really learn when to uh, hit a reset. When let's say, for example, you know, um, you have you have a good player, and you feel as if these dudes you try to bring up over here for the past couple of years. You know, you give them, um, you give you give them like a couple of chances, and then, you know, after a while, you just start seeing the writing on the wall. It's like it's it's not going to work. Mm, right, you know, right. no no matter what moves we made, no matter how good these players may be, they're not they're not working with what we're trying to do. Either somebody's not buying in, or is it the coach? Is it the uh, the culture? Something's something has to change. Usually, when stuff like that happens, the first thing they do is try to change players. And see if that works And if that doesn't work They start changing coaches mm. If they don't change coaches That doesn't work They start You know It's a trickle down effect Eventually You know Nine out of ten The last person that gets cut Is going to be the GM Or somebody Preach So that when You know When a GM gets cut That's when you know It's, it's a real reset Going on right now Mark I want to talk to you About a topic And I was You the first per- per- Perfect person I can talk to this about Because you can empathize What I'm going through right now um, David Schoenfeld Who's an MLB writer For ESPN has this column out about my Dodgers. And the column is basically saying that, despite the fact that the Dodgers haven't won a World Series, the fact that they've won seven division titles, seven straight years, it's going to be their eighth straight division title this year, uh-huh. that this era under Andrew Friedman and, you know, these era hasn't been a disappointment. Obviously, besides the fact they haven't won a World Series. Mark, I want to talk to you about that specifically because you're a Braves fan. Y'all won 14 straight division titles and y'all won one World Series. Do and it, and this comes to the discussion about championship or bus. Mm-hmm. 
Do you consider that heart of that Braves era with you with Maddox and Smoltz and Glavin and David Justice and those guys? Was that a disappointment to you as a Braves fan? The fact that y'all won all those division titles in one World Series? It wasn't. It wasn't a disappointment. I wish we could have won one to two more. Uh, <clears throat> but it, it, to me, it wasn't disappointment because we did get one, and I understand how hard it is to win a championship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. It takes great players, but it also take luck. It also take health. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that we was able to win all those division titles is great. Um, would I have liked to win more World Series? Of course, who wouldn't? Of course, you know what I'm saying? All day. But to call it disappointment, I'm gonna say no because there's not many people that said they can do that. They did what the Braves did. Facts. How, how should I feel if the Dodgers don't win another World Series? Don't win a World Series with all these division titles? Um. The, you should feel you shouldn't feel you should feel kind of disappointed to an extent. But here's my whole thing: Would you rather see your team win a whole bunch of division titles and lose a couple of World Series, or would you rather see your team just be trash? <laughs> well, that, that's that's a good point. And and see, to me, I'm I'm all about. I, I know this goes even back to basketball when I know when. Uh, Jordan fans say Jordan six and zero finals. Uh, did he play? Did he the, only play six years. The, the zero isn't impressive to me. It's, it's glad that they lost, but to me, I, I, I like. I would like to have a person who's gonna put me in a position to win every year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, if if I get to the last the last game every year, and we win some and we lose some. I'm happy with that. Yeah, you know I agree with that 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Being undefeated in championships is good. You know, it sounds good. But like John said, he played more than six years. Mm, exactly. He's bringing that up because there was false magic for the fact that he went five and four, but he went nine times. We fought LeBron. Obviously, he's three and six, but he went nine times. He went eight straight There's years. people who don't even make it to the finals. Thank you. You ain't kidding. There's superstars who's been to the finals once, once and lost, or once and won, and never even came close to going back to Look, the finals, or got past the second and, round. And I don't want to say going, just Adam going. Iverson. I don't want to say just going to the finals is an accomplishment, but you putting yourself in a position to win. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I would rather lose in the finals than lose in the second round. Preach. Any any day, any day of the week, any day. I remember. Uh, I think Chauncey Billups said that um, when people were um, when people were talking about LeBron, he was like, "Well, he said, what would you? He said, what would you rather do?'" He said the guy went there eight times. At that time, it was eight. Right. You know, he went there eight times. You know, he's won three times. He said, what's, he said, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Sports is about peak performance, and Audible has ways to enhance yours. Check out the end of this episode for more details. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, LeBron should be my finals MVP a couple of those losses. Mama died to grass. Let's oh, talk some NFL. Let's talk some NFL. Because we're... If y'all believe we're really like a week away from the NFL season starting? We got to do our fantasy football league too. Yeah, right, most definitely. Up. I'm going to hit y'all up. Yeah, exactly. most definitely. That's right. Yeah, I'm coming I'm coming back for the crown. Two, I've lost the last two years. I'm coming back for the crown. You're about to lose this year too. Always, we'll see. <laughs> By the way, and coming up, we'll have the... T- well, if you if you're a fantasy football fan, I'm gonna give you the top ten players. If you want to, who you should use your first round pick, depending on where you drafted at. 
Um, the Washington football team is in the news again, gentlemen. What else is new? Two weeks ago, months weeks ago, we talked about this expose in the Washington Post about the 40 women who were saying that they were sexually misused and had been videotaped and and forced to take pictures and have. But now there's a more there's a different there's a more another element to it because there's reports that one of those videos was made for owner Dan Snyder. Uh oh. Dan Snyder requested that a video of this photo shoot. Where Washington football team cheerleaders, God, that's a hard, that name's just garbage. Um, take pictures of women who are half naked and record them. Hmm. The NFL told, told Dan Snyder yesterday, they're taking over the investigation. We're taking this out of your hands. Um, he's in trouble. This is Jerry Richardson all over again. Um, he, but, he may be out of a team. We're talking 40 women. He should have been out of a team. And here's the other part, that, and this is what's going to hurt him. What's that? The NFL is throwing those NDAs out the window. Oh. Those NDAs are done. Oh. So they can't So they can't use them yet. Those are non-void. Those are null and void right now. Those women are going to be able to talk freely about how they were misused, how they were treated. And I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to make a bold prediction. By 2021, the Washington football team will have a new owner. I can agree with that. I, I, think Dan, that. I need Dan Snyder's out. 20 years. I think he should have been out, man. The, the, the next we got to do is get James Dolan out. Yeah. I'm going to bring him up later on in, uh, in another segment. But um, um, this is where I'm going to get producer Ben on the mic real quick. But. It's time. It's time. This this is the nation's capital. We're going through a chance where we have where black people have a have a, have a voice right now. It's time for the NFL to get a black owner. You're the only sport that don't have one. We got Magic with the Dodgers. We got Jordan with the Bulls. I mean, with the Hornets. This is the most popular sport in America. Do you think? This happens within the next five years. Are we going to see a black owner in the yes. NFL? And it yes. will be LeBron James. Bars. And he will sign his son to that team. Wow. <laughs> wow. NFL I would be surprised. Who? Oh, 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 I'm <laughs> well, well, LeBron does. Wait, no. wait, wait. But but even 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 in, in, in NFL too though. I think like, LeBron LeBron will want an NFL ownership. I though. think he is. He will. He LeBron. I was I was thinking about LeBron earlier. I'm like. Dude is going. He he gonna have soccer. He gonna have. He yeah. gonna be the next Jordan, but elevated. He not, I about to say he might he might be uh he might end up being um a bigger uh star than Jordan as far as like outside the court now. And, and even in, even in football, like I think the time I you know I said the time is now. Yeah. In in every sport, I mean go go get you a soccer team too. Right. He got he got, uh, he got Liverpool. Liverpool. Uh, yeah. He got he got stakes so, in the soccer team. But I, so I, I, I'm saying I'm just saying just blacks in general go. <clears throat> Go get, especially now, all these blacks getting this money right now from 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 uh, these businesses. You know me? Yeah, yeah nigga, go get it. Some, yeah. Somebody get one hundred fifty thousand and go buy a team, my nigga. No, no, no. I'm oh. saying no, but bigger bigger people yeah, are getting saying. you know meals. Pause. You think Pause. about it. You think about the money out there. There's plenty of black billionaires out there. Yeah, plenty of them. Someone needs to just. You know, oh. It's going to take the right group because obviously they're still the NFL. 
they still got they. You got some owners who are more progressive than others. I put it like mm-hmm. this: We saw the Ravens. They've put out a video. They've been a statement. They're they're knocking down Senator Mitch McConnell's door of getting that George Floyd bill passed. So there's some owners who are out there. The, mm-hmm. the Eagles owner, they're saying we need to. It's time to listen. Pete Carroll, but I can take whatever he's saying with a grain of salt. But but um, but this is the time. This like you said, Ben has been saying this for the last two months. The time is now. You think about what's going on with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Do you go ahead and just give that group to Kevin Garnett? We just had it with the Mets. We had the A-Rod J-Lo group. They, they're losing out to this hedge fund guy, Steve Cohen. Mm-hmm. He's worth $15 billion. That's why they're losing. And they brought all these groups. And I think they probably lost because Brian Erlacher was in that group. But we're going to save him for later. But um, Fuck Brian Erlacher. Yeah, we're going to save, save him for later. We'll save him for later because he's going to – yeah, because he's gonna he's gonna be caught. But strange. um, but this is the right time. Go get us somebody. Go get somebody who's gonna. This this whole franchise just needs a total makeover. Didn't wasn't Puffy trying to get in in, in ownership? Get, not too he, tried about, he, he tried, tried to buy the Panthers. Panthers. He tried to buy the Panthers a few years ago. Yeah, why wouldn't you, you get him? You get Jay. I don't know why him and Jay Z. I think with them too, since they are the you know yeah. him him Jay Z and uh, and uh, uh, Dre. Right. Yeah. Why those three can't come together and, and do something? I but think it's the hip hop mentality to me. That's just me. I think with Jay Z I think Jay Z being a part of the NFL, that's gonna be one step for him being close to ownership. I've said it then, I say it now. He's I, gonna, I think but see the difference between that, I think what's gonna mess Jay Z up um when it comes to that is his uh is his uh sports agency. Oh yeah. I think that's what's gonna mess yeah. him up. Oh yeah, conflict, because that's the, yeah, because that's the reason why he had to uh, sell his stake in the Nets. Good point. Now he had, so he and that's the same thing happened with Rob Pelinka. When a, yeah. when a when an agent wants to get involved with a with a with a with a with a sports team, you have to divest your interest. Now, yeah, that's why you should do it like LeBron. Have your homie doing it, run the uh, exactly clutch sports. Mm-hmm. People ain't people ain't that smart, man. So if Jay Z wants LeBron, to get, no, yeah, LeBron said yeah. like I'm gonna put these guys in the right place and Rich Paul like a Rich Paul. Huh? Now he's running um. United Talent Agency now. Mm. Well, before we continue, um, Donovan Mitchell has scored the last 14 points for Utah. Well, he needs, well, he's going to need more than that. Cause he, scored, he scored 14 straight for him, and before this, he uh, had 12 points. Well, seven points going into the uh, into the half. Yeah, it seems like he's the only one scoring. Yeah, pretty much. So, and by the way, Rudy, Rudy Gobert won't be there next year. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. You remember, I've been yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm making a... a Sports for your decision where you can vote I or say nay. What's we're that? not we're hard knocks recaps are dead on the show now. Because hard knocks yeah. I watched again and I'm just not amazed. It's it's not it's it's one of it, it's this like, one of, it's one of these yeah, years yeah. where it's, it's it just didn't good. it didn't it didn't sit well. I'm still watching because you know Of course. But that's, it's not it's not worth recapping now. That's 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 cause it got something to do with Tyrod Taylor. There we go. By the way, he was they had a quarterback rank ESPN did a quarterback rankings. I ain't gonna tell y'all where Tyrod was at. No, 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 yes, you are. Let us know. Well, I'm putting like this. There's thirty two quarterbacks in the league, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Just putting like this quarterbacks. Starting start Uh quarterbacks. Uh huh. Just putting like this, he wasn't one through thirty one. So he was thirty two? He was ranked the thirty thirty second best quarterback in the league. Yeah. No, he's not. Um (laughs) No, he's not. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm uh at a thirty I don't see the thirty two starters. He's better than, the, than the, uh, like at least one or two starters. Don't tell, don't tell Mark that. Because <laughs> I, I got a few backups better than him. <sighs> oh, we got some breaking news. 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 Where'd it go? 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 Oh, wow. 
tonight the Kansas City Chiefs got their Super Bowl rings. Uh huh. Well, put it like this: Mahomes got a ring, and then he gave out a ring. He proposed. Patrick Mahomes proposed to his girlfriend tonight at the Super Bowl at the Chiefs ring celebration. Is that, is that the breaking news? Yeah. Oh. So, Super congratulations Bowl. to Patrick Mahomes. Are you kidding me? I guess the five billion. Hope that five billion doesn't. Celebrate up. <laughs> so sad, uh, Patrick. Wife black? No, she's no. white. Is his dad's uh, wife um, black? Yeah, no, his mom's white. His dad's black. His mom's white. That's what I'm saying. Is his dad's wife um, white? No, his mom's white. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Because he's, he's, <laughs> he's white. Yeah, exactly. You get yeah. Wait, he white or black? No, I'm the print up. He's black. Ooh. My homie. He's black. His daddy black, mama white. He's if, I, if I could tell my homie something, I'll tell him to sign the prenup. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, yeah, because yeah, immediately. <laughs> well, he got that money already before they, you know, that money hasn't kicked in yet. That's you know, why that that's money, why that money don't kick in to, thir- to next Thursday. Ooh, that's what he's. That's why it, it kicks in next Thursday. I the, thought we. Ooh, I thought he had one more year left. Well, no, oh, well, next year because yeah, he's still it on his rookie. It kicks in next year. His rookie. He's yeah, on his rookie contract. Already signed, though, right? It's yeah, already, it's, it's already signed, but that. But he doesn't officially get none of that money until. Well, I think he got the signing bonus, but he doesn't he got, get no more of that money until uh, next year because he's on a, still on his rookie deal. Yeah. So what? We'll see. How much, how much signing bonus did he get? Uh, uh, one, one something. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Oh, hey, that, that's an, what? Like one? I think I got, I think I got like one one I think I got one forty. I think on the signing bonus. Yeah, something crazy. <laughs> I, I just asked what type of signing bonus he got. I, man, that's a, man. Utah's on the twelve. Utah's on the twelve zero run, ladies and gentlemen. The Jazz are, have cut this lead within seven. Jamal Murray said, "We want, why do I not have the ball, please?" <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> this game is getting ugly. Yeah, dog. All right, so so let's get ready to talk our NFL. It's week three of our division yeah, preview. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. In, we're going to talk some South. We go to let's talk to the South. Talk some what? AFC South. Oh. AFC NFC South. I thought he said talk some salad. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So what kind of sport is that? Wrong show. Nah, wrong network. Might, might have to buy a team in that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, doubts. Mark, Mark, Mark's trying to hold it in. Mark's trying to be the professional. He's trying to what? He's trying to be a professional right now. Whoa. No, not that part of professional. <laughs> AFC South. Let's start, with, let's start with the team that's been in the news the last 24 hours. Y'all dudes are crazy today. Be stupid. Right. First is first of the month. It's <laughs> the first of the month. The Jacksonville Jaguars. We just talked last week, and I know Nick Freeze wants to wants to vent on this topic. Uh-huh. Sunday they trade Yannick Ngakwe to the Minnesota Vikings for a second round pick and a fifth round pick. So my question is, no other team need a pass rusher to have a second round pick available, huh? No and then the news yesterday, they waived Leonard Fournette. Let's just so let's just be real. They're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Um, let me let me tell you what's wrong with the Jacksonville Jaguars. They stink. Outside of that, um, let's Shout not forget. Du- Shout out to Duval. It was like what, like three years ago? These dudes was in the AFC Championship. Yeah, and that was fraud. That was fool's gold. Look, these in the in the past two years, these dudes have gotten rid of Jalen Ramsey, AJ uh, Bouye, Dante Fowler, D- Dante Fowler. Calais Campbell, Calais Campbell. Who else? Uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, Blake B- Blake Bortles, Yannick. Is he Yannick. Better, is he better than now? Blake Bortles is not better than Tyrod Taylor. Blake Bortles is trash. I don't know, man. He didn't beat Tyrod in the playoff game, man. No, he didn't beat um, Tyrod in the, in the playoff game. The uh, Jaguars defense beat them in the playoff game. 
Well, well you know who their defense was going against? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we brought up. I, I, I feel bad. I'm Tyrod. I'm sorry, man. I'm not. Tyrod, no, no, Tyrod, no, you sorry. <laughs> Tyrod, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to. Man, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Tyrod. I'm sorry, man. They threw for eight yards in the playoff game. He really did, though. That's kind of pathetic. Who's your receiver? Are you fucking kidding me? It didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> apparently, it, it wasn't none. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. It wasn't no quarterback either. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> oh, that go, that go the name of the show. Oh, there it is. is. Oh, God. But, um, yeah. The, the, um, John say, Tyrod, I'm sorry. No, Tyrod, it's sorry himself. Yeah. The, the Jaguars are one of those teams that I always say, there's, there's teams that come around – they have one good run, and they never improve on it. And they most definitely did that. Yeah, they stink. They never they never improved. How in the world is it that you went to the AFC Championship and didn't even attempt to make your team better at all? The team got worse and worse. Because Tom Coughlin don't know what he was doing as a general manager, but <sighs> I digress. I, I can't even blame Tom Coughlin for that. The, the, the oh, Jaguars shit. are just the Jaguars. Yeah, this game. Yeah. Yeah, this um, game um, got crazy fast. Oh, Gobert said, "Yeah, he, he's yeah. He said he's playing defense just like he did on on the NBA season, huh?" Um, Defensive Player of the Year should have been the Colts. Obviously, Philly, Philly Rivers now over there in, in Indy. They had a good. I like their draft. Obviously, they they traded their first round pick to the Niners to get DeForest Buckner, and then they go get Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor in the second round. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty good picks. Go get a bucket. What's going to happen with the Colts? I mean. Yeah, Jordan. Uh, we said what's gonna happen with the who? With, with the Colts. The uh, they'll finish second in their division. Okay. Um. Well, I didn't even say where I said the uh, Jaguars. I think the Jaguars are gonna be last. I think the Jaguars are gonna be fifth. Yeah. What, whatever's worse than last, that's most definitely them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's most definitely them. They go finish in the AFC North. That's how yeah. bad they gonna be. Ouch. That's up. The team that was in the A. How about the team that made it to the AFC Championship last year that lost to Mahomes? Oh, the Tennessee Titans, Titans. They uh, just resigned Derrick Henry They resigned Ryan Tannehill I think they're going to win the AJ division. Brown I think he's going to have A better year this year He, he had a breakout year As a rookie last year mm-hmm. um, What was he allergic to? Who was he? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was allergic to Marcus Murray Bundling home and car insurance With Geico is so easy Your neighbors are probably Already doing it But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. What, well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Yo, this is quarterback. I'm sorry. My bad, man. I'm bad, Nick. My bad, Fritz. My bad. He's right. But, um... I blame Mike Vrabel. 
My Vrabel said I put in Tannehill and we basically got to the AFC Championship. Off their defense and running game. True. Please. I think that, I, I'm be honest with you, I think that was fool's gold. All the way. Yeah. And they're going to see because Ryan Tannehill is not going to live up to that contract. At all. So, um, let's talk about, um, so, then we go over to the AFC South. We're still in the South, but let's talk to the team that won the division, and that's the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson, they they're, lose the, DeAndre. Man, they're done. They're not winning the division. They're done. They, so, they, 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 they got rid of their uh, one of the one clear advantages they have of everybody in the division is they had the best quarterback receiver combo. They most definitely had that in their division, and they literally ruined it. They made they made everybody else's job a whole lot easier. So they traded DeAndre Hopkins and got Brandon Cooks. I'm, I'm, he, he, he's not a bad receiver. He's just not he's not DeAndre Hopkins. You had look, you already had a receiver. And you downgrade yourself so you can get a running back who's not that much better than running backs you already have. So how, who, uh, how much longer does DeAndre uh, uh, does Watson have on his contract? Um, he's act, he should be due for a contract. He's, he's, they're talking. They're talking. He's due for a contract con- right now. Actually, I believe. Contract extension right now. Yeah. Because oh, he's, he's in the same year, he was the same year Mahomes. So yeah, he's and uh, I think he was he a se- he was a second round pick, so his contract Ooh. coming up faster, wasn't? It? No, the no, Deshaun was a first round. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Deshaun Kaiser was a second round. Yeah, pick. Kaiser was a second round. Uh, I, I, I think I think he's gonna be out of out of Houston in a minute too. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're gonna allow him to leave Houston. I think Bill O'Brien leaves Houston before Deshaun Watson. Yeah, well, a- Bill O'Brien should left Houston before DeAndre Hopkins too. But- I agree one thousand percent. Yeah, so yeah. Bill O'Brien's so only famous for yelling at Tom Brady. Bringing Brandon Cooks for DeAndre Hopkins and David Johnson. David you, Johnson. That's, what, that's what you traded DeAndre Hopkins for. David Johnson, who's consistently hurt, and Brandon Cooks, who's consistently hurt. We're gonna talk fantasy a little bit. The Mark. Drafted David Johnson the year he got hurt. I did too, and I had him the year before. That's the reason why I drafted him. Cause oh my god, he was the reason why I won. I had won the year before. He was a big reason why. Let's go over to the NFC South, which they caught my boy Jared. Shout out, caused the NASCAR division. Let's start with the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers, I was the new news. I was a new quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. They just inked up Tristan McCaffrey long term to a new contract. New coach and and uh, come the Baylor coach came over as their new coach now. Obviously, they're gonna be in full rebuild. I think they're another team that's possibly gonna be in the tank for Trevor Lawrence too. Who is this? The Carolina Panthers. But I just don't think they're gonna be sorry enough. Um, I don't think that they try to tank because how how much did they pay Teddy Bridgewater? Uh, I think they gave him like twenty million for three years for twenty million. Okay, 20, so you, three years twenty per. Okay, they got him, and then um, what was the name of the um, of old boy that took over for Cam last year? Kyle, he's in Washington with he went, he went, he went, he's in Washington with, with, with Rivera. Oh he oh he oh he they he, traded he, they traded him to Washington. Oh he oh he jumped ship. Oh. Yeah, Rivera traded for him. Oh wow. So oh, well, that, well I feel sorry for Dwayne Haskins. I, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, of course I don't, but you know I, I feel sorry if anybody gets drafted by the uh, by the Washington football team. Yeah, Dan Snyder, you're, you don't stay, you don't stand a chance. And Dan Snyder, you'll be out of you'll no longer be on the real soon. Um, yeah. Now let's get to the teams who we know are going to be comp- competing. Let's start off with the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, who should be uh, uh, is a team that nobody talks about in that division, but they have, in my opinion, they have prob- possibly the second most talent in that division. You think about it now, they obviously bring in back Matt Ryan and bring Julio Jones. They um, bring in back Calvin Ridley. They signed Ty Gurley. 
Now that that could be an X factor. If Todd Gurley plays the way he he's um, used to playing, oh yeah, they're most definitely a dangerous team. Your Georgia Bulldog gonna have a resurrection in the ATL, Mark? Uh, we winning the championship this year. Who? I'm talking about Todd Gurley. We're, we're getting the college football next week. Todd, uh, I hope so. I, for his, uh, for him, I hope so. Yeah. I I, I hope I hope he does, man. I hope they they have another running back over there with him, right? Yeah. Um, they released Devontae Freeman. He's still a free agent. I can't believe he's a free agent. I can't. He ruined my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. Garbage. Yeah, he did not. He was trash last. His year. last name was Freeman, right? Yeah. He did not run like a free man. He ran. He did not run like a free man last year. That's funny. He's a free man now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why? <laughs> he did not run like. Yeah, he did not run like a free man. He ran like a man that was on house arrest. And man, that's uh, crazy. But no, I, I, I hope they if they have another running back over there with him that can split some time. I don't think he can uh, carry that that load pause by himself. Right. Um. But I think if they have another running back over there that spent some time with him, um, I think you'll see a, a, some good production from him. Too bad they don't have Tevin Coleman. They, um, they signed um, Hayden Hurt. Tevin Campbell? Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman. Oh, Someone asked me about Tevin Campbell the other day. Crazy, right? I was talking talk to somebody about him the other day, too. That's funny. Um, Here, I thought y'all talking about Tevin Campbell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was random, random as fuck, right? It's crazy, crazy, right? Like, it's just random. I just heard, I guess they started song was on the radio, so I was like, whatever happened to Tevin Campbell? I was like, oh, the last time I seen him was doing the OJ's tribute. You know what I'm saying? He um, was asking that dude, can they talk? Oh. Ooh. Ouch, 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 ouch. Um, That's a classic song, though. Yeah. All the way. They, they, they tried, I remember they also traded for Hayden Hurst, the, one, the tight end from, from Baltimore, because they let Austin Hooper go to, go to mm. Cleveland. I don't. I, I think they're just doing to pay him. Yeah. I, that's what it came down to. And now um, they got the kid AJ Terrell, the cornerback from Clemson, because they let Desmond, they waived Jason Trufant. Um, that's because he was getting burnt. So let, I'm, I'll let y'all pick the choice. Obviously, this, this division is either gonna, we're going is either going to be New Orleans or Tampa Bay. Who should we, who do you want to break? Who who are we going to discuss first? The Saints or the, the incumbent or? Um, or we can um, discuss the Saints first, okay? Because so, I think that's the team that's going to win the division. And they're in the news today because Alvin Kamara, their Pro Bowl running back, he's missed the last three practices because he because he's not happy with his contract. He wants a new deal. They want to pay him twelve million. He wants sixteen. He wants the, he wants the McCaffrey money. And reports are that the Saints are open to trading him, but they want a first round pick back. Now, good luck. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he gets traded. I think they will get a deal done. But I'm going to talk about the Saints. Obviously, there's a lot going on in New Orleans. Drew Brees has obviously the whole comments he made about kneeling. So he had to do a lot of apologizing to a lot of his teammates. He made peace with them. And you better Michael make peace Tom- that offensive line. Michael Thomas. And obviously, Michael Thomas is not better than Julio Jones or DeAndre Hopkins. At all. But he's still a good receiver. Jared Cook's a good, t- solid tight end. That line is great. Damn, we should have drafted Ryan Ramchek. Oh, man, y'all should have, because that dude is a monster at right tackle. Yeah, we took Garrett, we took Garrett Balls. Um, Left and, tackle. Yeah. We, I could have used Ram. Ramchek could have would have been great. But um, I agree. Um, the defense with not Marshawn Lattimore, DeMario Davis, Sean Payton, Jordan. I was still there, Cam Jordan. And obviously now everyone still has them as the favorite to come out the South. But the GOAT is in the building now. Me? Well, the the GOAT uh, from the GOAT on a quarter, the quote, the GOAT of QBs. Oh. 
Um, is make or break? Is is it? Are, is it time for make or break on the Saints? Because it seems like they get a pass every year. Because they always want to say something fluky happens when they play in a playoff game, which well, really some, does. Which well, it does. Something fluky does happen. It does. does. Seriously, every year. they should. They should. They should be. Look, people complain about them, um, and they're complaining. And I'm one of those people that do it as well. Because you know, I get tired of hearing it. But they, it's justifiable. You know, something something does happen, which is weird. Every time they go to the playoffs, they got robbed of a uh, of a freaking pass interference. Then they had the miracle play with um with uh Diggs, shout out to Buffalo, and um true true. It, it's just and then last year, I mean, well, they got blown out by who they lose to last year. They lost to Minnesota on, on in overtime. Oh my God, again! They said that a lot of people thought that Kyle Rudolph should have got called for offensive, offensive pass. Yep. Yeah. See, it's always something. But it was clearly offensive interference. Man, I don't know. They, I think the uh, I think the NFL is treating them like how they treat the Raiders ever since that um that little uh what you call it the mountain gate. Yep. Ever since then. They haven't been nothing's been going their way. This dude been wearing a wig all this time up in, um around here. I'm just letting everybody know. By the way, he wasn't like that when he was with the Lakers. This dude, this when um when all this started, when they first got to the bubble, this dude's hair was longer than Brandon Ingram's. <laughs> and by the way, shout Jordan out, Clarkson. By the way, shout out to Brandon Ingram. I was wrong. He was most improved player yesterday. So shout out to Brandon Ingram. He was high as hell doing the interview. Too. He, so he always is. He so was, man. Shout out to ben, Brandon Ingram for being high on uh, TNT. Yeah. By the way, but just you know, you, you was a former Laker. Happy for you, just assessed New Orleans. You still went to the wrong school in North Carolina, but I blame that on Jerry Stackhouse more than I put that on you. You're a kid. Facts. How the heck? You, how the heck is your 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 ranking? This dude's godfather. You let this dude go to Duke. Well, yeah, he's he's kind of trash for that. But let's get to Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski are now there. They have they brought in Shady McCoy. They also got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. They have the tight ends with Braid and OJ Howard. And um, they still got Cameron Braid over there too. Yeah. So they they basically have three tight ends over there that can that can um they can get like about a thousand yards. So or we'll close see, to it. So we'll see how. Well. What are the expectations for? Let's be real. What are the legitimate expectations for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, I see them winning about ten games, mm. and I think that ten games still won't be enough for them to win a division because I still think uh, New Orleans wins between eleven and thirteen games because their their team is really good, and um, I don't think that. Um, the Buccaneers' defense mm-hmm. is good enough to make up for Tom Brady not having a good game, like how New England's defense was last year. I think they at least go ten and six. Yeah, at the very least, they're going ten and They'll six. A- if, if, they're, if they if everything clicks the way it's supposed to, they win thirteen games. If not, they win ten. They're definitely going to be a wild card. I don't yeah. think they'll win the division, but this is going to be a test to see is Tom Brady the goat or was it Bel- or Bill Belichick? I still think it's Bill Belichick. We're, we're gonna I think, find. Him. I think it was both. I think Tom Brady is the goat, and I also think Bill Belichick is a great coach. And I think uh, what's his name is uh, one of the best offensive coordinators in the league that will never get a head coaching job again. Who? Uh, your boy, Daniels. Uh, yeah, Josh McDaniels. Cam. This mm. dude is. Leave him. Draft Tim Tebow. Look, leave him. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like him either. Don't get me wrong, but Spygate. This stupid. dude. I don't know. This guy is just waiting for Bill Belichick to uh, retire so he can get the um, get the New England Patriots over yeah. here. Coach said we picked a better. We 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 fell into a better coach getting Frank Reich over him. 
Now, I guess. John, you, of, John, you can listen to podcast beef, huh? Why? Oh, nothing. All right, I, I, nothing. I'm just looking at our, our Instagram. Oh no, there's no beef. There's no beef. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. News? No, there's no nah. beef. I think people. I think there's some Laker fans who are following us on the podcast in the podcast realm, and they want it. And obviously. Shout out to 1130 Podcast. They seen that. They post. They tagged us in a post. And they're saying about, you know, if the Lakers go far, then we want to hear. If the Lakers don't go too far, they'll now name our each podcast. But I'm going to be clear. One of our hosts is a Lakers fan. So there's no beef. Oh, okay. So, but if we weren't a Lakers fan, then that would be a whole different story. I talked about the Colts. Last week we celebrated um, Kobe Bryant's week. It was Mamba Week last week. And 824 is Mamba Day. But that was also a, a weird day last year because Andrew Luck abruptly retired from the NFL. And nobody saw this one coming. I, and I'm, hmm. it's still weird to me that he's not in the NFL right now. But he took a lot of punishment because that old line in Indianapolis stunk. And I don't, I don't want to hear that. You don't, you don't, you don't want to blame his dog. No, I, I, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear none of that. Uh, him, he was over there getting killed over there in, um, in Indi- in Indiana when Cam Newton was getting killed. Everybody still blame Cam. Good point. Mm. I, I don't want to hear none of that. I want to bring this up because it's time for the se- for the segment that is originated but always duplicated by others. It is time for what if. There we and, go. And today's what if. Produced by the great Nick Freeze. Cut the check. Yeah. Is what if Andrew Luck did forego the forego his sophomore year and went into the 2011 draft? I'm going to give you a list of things that NFL Network said could have happened, and we're going and I want to get your thoughts on them. We're going to start at number 11. Hold on, before you continue, let me calm myself down. I have a funny time. I'm gonna get pissed off throughout this. But go ahead. <laughs> at number 11, RG3 goes number one. Robert Griffin III, fresh off winning the Heisman in 2012. Rudy Gobert got mauled. They didn't call no foul. Goes number one. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Goes number one to the Indianapolis Colts. He most definitely goes number one overall. There's no reason for him not to go number one overall at that point. Yeah, he goes number one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's without a doubt. He most definitely goes number one overall. There's no reason. Because the only reason why he didn't go number one overall is because of um, Andrew Luck. Good that was literally the only reason why he didn't go number one overall. Number 10. Does Indy cut Peyton Manning if Luck isn't available? Um... I think they still do. Yeah, thank you for bringing him to Denver. Appreciate it. Yeah, pretty much. That affects the Broncos. Mark, what you think? If if if, if do Indy cut Payton if Andrew Luck isn't available? Uh, no. I think I I think they keep him until they I think they keep Payton until they get a quarterback to replace them. Number nine, and then Mark, I want to get your opinion on this first. Von Miller goes. My guy, Von Miller goes number three to the Buffalo Bills. And gives Brady nightmares twice a year. Uh-huh. Who did they draft instead? Um instead. Mar- Marcel, Marcel Darius. Darius. Ooh. Um, I still think y'all draft uh Marcel Darius. Nah. You didn't go you think Vaughn. Mm, I, I, think I don't Vaughn. know. Cause Marty well I think Vaughn. Because at the at the time, don't get me wrong, um Marcel Darius is just coming off of um off of winning. And he you know he was he was big over there where he was at. And um Von Miller was most definitely a monster over there at Texas A&M. But um, at that time, I think uh, Buffalo had ju- – did they, they still have Mario Williams under contract? 
They have Mario Williams came the following year. No, we, he okay. So, so who, so who was who was your pass rushers over there during that time? That, uh, I think did you 2011, got, 2011. 2011. That's um. Who the hell was her? Oh, uh, that yeah. corner doesn't matter. Then I answer that question. So, uh, yeah, yeah they, they drafted yeah. Von Miller. Yeah, we just drafted Von Miller. I don't <laughs> yeah, care Von who Miller gets drafted. I don't care who was there. We just drafted Von, Von Miller. So number eight. Do you regret y'all drafting Marcel Darius? No. I'm about to say Marcel Darius no. was a very good player. No, no, he was a very good player. I don't, Man, I don't, I don't, he was a good player. That was that draft was just it's yeah. epic. One of the best NFL drafts I've seen. Number eight. If Cam goes to my Broncos, Peyton Manning goes to Seattle. No. Russell was. Let me finish. Let me finish. Russell Wilson ends up with the Eagles. What happens to Carson Wentz? All right. So let me say why why that's wrong. Because he doesn't go over there. He ends up. If, if Peyton doesn't go over there with the Broncos, he was going to be a 49er. I agree. That was pretty. That was almost set in stone. If it wasn't for John Elway, John Elway was the one. That convinced Peyton to go up over there because it was pretty much set, almost set in stone that he was going to be a 49er. And to be honest, that would have been the perfect situation for. Don't get me wrong, he went into a perfect situation anyways. But you know, the 49ers, good as they were, they had that defense over there. They had all the weapons still up over there. Von, uh, what's his name? Frank Gore was still Frank Gore. Right. So yeah, he, yeah. If he went up over there, oh my goodness, yeah. He it, he was going to go up over there. He wasn't going to um, who they said he would go to? Seattle. Oh hell no, they crazy as hell. They had just signed um. Cause um they just signed Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. They just signed Matt Flynn. Well, well they only drafted Russell Wilson. They were surprised he was still there. <laughs> does Russell Wilson end up with the Eagles? Because that was the myth. That was the myth that he was going to end up. That that was a team that really wanted him. Um, I think maybe he does. If if he goes over there, um. Let me see. 2011. Who was that? Um, Remember 2011. That was who? I'm trying to think. Was that was that the Vic years? Yeah, they had Vic, and then okay. remember 2012, they signed Matt. The Eagles, the Seahawks signed in Matt Flynn, uh-huh. but they still. And then that was also the year they drafted Nick Foles. Um, at the at the time, Nick Foles was uh was a more highly recruited quarterback than Russell Wilson, which 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 sounds crazy to say now. But I remember that during that time because uh, Nick Foles was doing—he was over there at Arizona, if I remember right—and yeah. he was—he was a—he was a highly touted quarterback. What happens to Carson Wentz? He doesn't get drafted uh, uh, as high as he gets drafted. I agree with—I agree with that. <clears throat> number two, and I'm gonna start on this. Who do my Broncos take at number two? Cam, Cam Newton or Von Miller? Um, if Andrew Luck is the first pick in the draft. I think this is John Elway's first draft, and I think they would have took Cam Newton. I think they would have took Cam Newton too, and I think Vaughn would have ended up with Marcus Bron- Marcus yeah. Broncos. I don't have. I'm not a Broncos fan. I mean Bills. Forgive me. Wait, 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 wait. <coughs> Say it again. I got distracted. Number seven. Second. Number seven was where do who who do my Broncos take at number two? Cam Newton or Vaughn Miller? I think if Andrew Luck goes number one to the Panthers, Cam Newton goes number two to the Broncos, yeah. and Vaughn Miller goes number three to the Bills, and then. So on and so on. So on and so on. What yeah. happens with Mar- the question would be what happens with Marcel Darius? What happens with AJ Green? What happens with Pat Pete? Then does, obviously the Falcons were going to trade up for Julio Jones regardless where wherever he was. But what happened? Wait. So the um who who was y'all quarterback during that time? Kyle Gordon and Tebow. <coughs> yeah, I would have drafted. I would have drafted uh, Cam you. Newton. <coughs> yeah, most definitely. Okay, number six. And this is a real question. 
who goes number one? Who really goes number <coughs> number one? Does Cam Cameron look look? Um, I I say Cam. Mm. I think it was Anthony <coughs> Luck because I just think I know Cam had was a hot was was the was the hot story at the time winning the Heisman winning the national championship. Andrew Luck, we I think we all knew was probably going to be the better pro. Number five. Mm, what if Andrew Luck was a Panther? What What are we saying about the Panthers now? Um, I think they still be in the same predicament because Andrew Luck never took the Colts to the uh to the uh what you call to the championship. He never wins. He never he he don't get me wrong. He 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 he. So those first like three four years, he was very good. But um, I think those three are those three or four years better than those three or four years when Cam Newton was hot. <clears throat> I, don't, uh, I, I don't I don't think it is because when Cam Newton was the man, he he won MVP. Basically, so does Andrew Luck lead mm. the? Well, that's basically the question is: Does Andrew Luck lead the Panthers to a Super Bowl? No. Because um, I'm gonna be honest with you, the reason why I say no is because if you look at um, the way that team was is uh, was built, that that team was built for Cam Newton to literally do everything. And if Cam Newton um, didn't, uh, he did everything except catch the um, football, and on certain plays he did. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Andrew Lux is his his skill set as far as like that is that versatile. As if you talk about pure quarterbacks. Of course, he's the better quarterback. But I think I think if 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 Luck was in Carolina, they, that offense wouldn't have been built the same. So we would have seen a whole different type of offense in Carolina. It would probably been the same. They, they line would have still been trash. So Andrew Luck would have been throwing to Steve Smith, huh? And Greg Olson. Man, look. With D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart in the backfield. I just, Look, let me tell you something. Carolina, they shot themselves in the foot because there's no way in the world this is a this is a damn shame. This score is the way it is. This really is. Run that back, John. If Andrew, Andrew Luck would have went to Carolina with the first pick, this is what their offense would have looked like. Andrew Luck would have been a quarterback. You would have had Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams in the, as your running backs. You had Steve Smith as one receiver. You had Greg Olson as your tight end. <clears throat> And then remember the next year they drafted Luke Kuechly for defense. I don't. Uh, ooh, at one. Yeah, nah. They, they, they. I, 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 I think that the offense is nice. Hey, look. To be real, the offense was nice regardless. It, I but, can't remember yeah. who the number two receiver was, but Steve Smith had like twelve hundred yards that year. But you got. But you got to think about this too. The reason why I, I don't like Carolina is because. They did Cam Newton a major disservice by never really getting him that replacement for Steve Smith. He never got a go-to receiver after Steve Smith um uh, went to Baltimore. Yeah, that's on that's on the GM. They never really built that. Look, you see your team with fifteen and one with a line that wasn't even that good. Mm-hmm. You see that you lost. You pretty much lost the Super Bowl because your line was trash. Yep. You don't common sense to tell you we do everything this offseason. To improve our offensive line. Does that mean that the Broncos, it'd be Cam Luck, Cam versus Andrew Luck in the Super Bowl that year? It could have. Dang, we wouldn't have Vaughn. But we'd have DeMarcus Ware, though. But still. Um, um, we, do y'all really get DeMarcus Ware? Because the only reason why y'all got him was because, um, unlike the Oakland Raiders, y'all are smart enough to put somebody that's very good at pass rushing on the other side of your premier pass rusher. Well. Well, hopefully we'll see. We'll see how that would happen. Oh, yeah, that's good defense, boy. Yeah. That was. 
the Jazz are right now up one on the Nuggets, a seven and a half left. All because um, Donovan Mitchell. This is ridiculous. Spider. So we already said we and we know what happens with RG three. He becomes the first pick in the draft and goes to the Colts. easily. Vaughn ends up with the Broncos. Paid. We don't think Payton leaves. We think does we think Payton leaves in Indy if they draft RG three. Um, I you know I honestly think that um the Colts really uh went the way they did was because I don't think it wasn't because of Andrew Luck coming out or whatever. I think it was more so they didn't believe that Peyton was still going to be good after those back-to-back neck surgeries. Mm, good point. I, I, agree I, with I that. think I think that was I, the, that. I think that was the real reason why cuz if if look, if they would have known he's still going to be an MVP candidate, I don't think they never let him leave. Cuz that 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 place is the house that Peyton built. <laughs> Now. So I don't I don't think there's no way. No. They only got rid of him because of those next surgeries. Because I didn't think he was gonna be that good because of the next surgery. And now, and we all agree that Cam goes number I think Cam goes number two to the Broncos. Von Miller goes three. I think AJ Green still goes four to the Colt to the Chief, I mean to the Bengals. I think Pappy still goes five. And I think Marcel Darius probably falls to six. Who was six that year? I don't even remember. I know Julio was seven. Let me find out. 2011 draft. I got y'all. 2011 draft. I think um, Julio might have been six. No, Julio was six, I think. As we're going to get ready, as we're going we gonna, to, as Marcus leading up, is efforting the information on that 2011 draft, we're going to get set up for, the, for our newly segment for the second week. There's some takes that we agree with, but there's some takes we don't agree with that are just BS. Mm. And we got to call out some names. So, <coughs> this this segment. So um, let's see here. Number one was Cam. Two was Vaughn. Three was uh, Marcel Darius. Four was AJ. Patrick Peterson. Julio Jones was six. Now that let me tell you something right there. Now that trade doesn't happen because remember Atlanta traded up to get Julio Jones. Right. Mm-hmm. The Browns I, had the six pick. Exactly. So that maybe the Browns draft uh Marcel Darius. Mm. And who was seven? Uh, uh, Alden Smith. Alden, Alden oh, he Smith. Okay. Ooh, number eight was Jake Locker. Oh, that's <laughs> that's where that's where Atlanta trades up there. Yeah, Atlanta most definitely makes the trade right there. And then who's nine? Tyron Smith, Blaine Gabbert, JJ. That was that, that was that draft where everyone just felt the need to reach for a quarterback. Every quarterback after Cam Newton was pretty much trash. Because look, there was uh, Christian Ponder. Christian oh Ponder. I think it was twenty-seven. Christian Ponder, and then um, it was Nick Fairley. J.J. Watt was number 11. Uh, Robert Quinn was 14. Mike Pouncey. Ryan Kerrigan. Nate yeah. Solder. Yeah. Corey uh, Legit. Yeah. Uh, Prince Mukamara. Um, Adrian Claiborne. The Browns drafted Phil Taylor that year. So they most definitely would have got Marcel Darius. Yeah. they would. That's where Marcel Darius would have got drafted. Yeah, he would have been in the Browns. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Um, they oh, then Anthony Costanzaro was in this draft. Danny Watkins, Cameron Jordan, James Carpenter, uh, Jimmy Smith was in this draft. Mark Ingram was in this draft. Yeah, Cameron Hayward, Muhammad Wilkerson. Oh yeah, Andy Dalton was in this draft. That was the Kaepernick draft. Sure was Kaepernick. Uh, Jabal Sheard, yeah, Brooks so that- Reed, Kyle Rudolph, Titus Young. Wow. That's yeah. a name everybody forgot about. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, this is, yeah, there was some good players in this draft. It's a lot of pro bowlers in this draft. Yeah. Rodney Hudson was in this draft. So you ready to call some names, gentlemen? Yes. Let's go. Let's go, producer, man. Drop the beat. <laughs> I need to start off this week first. I have a few names I'm going to call out. So let's get to it. 
I'm just gonna just go just going right in. Travel. I'm calling out the Indiana Pacers for giving Nate McMillan an extension and then firing him two weeks later. And then the reports I'm hearing is the first the front runner for the job is Mike D'Antoni. <coughs> if you think you're gonna fire a black man, you think you're gonna fire a black man in this climate and then hire an, another hire him? Uh, you gotta wait. Fuck. Talk about fuck race. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Fuck hold on. all that. I got you, Mark. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. You have a coach who preaches defense. The only reason why this team isn't the way isn't up to par is because of the Oladipo injury, and they still end up playing very good. Right. They end up getting some very good. They end up getting another All Star and some bonus. This team is 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 really good still. Nate McMillan did a very good job over there. And you want to bring a dude over there. Who's the total opposite. The complete opposite. That team isn't even built for Dan Tony. My next person now, and I'm going to be surprised to hear Nick Freeze's thoughts on this. I don't like calling out women, but I got to on this one. Uh-oh. Molly Karen Rose, I'm sorry you made the list. <laughs> Last week on First Take, in the midst of the shooting with Jacob Blake, they had Angela Rye on there from CBS, from CNN. And she said, I talked to my husband, and, he's, and I was like, how can this happen again? And Jalen said, what you mean, how can this happen? I mean, this has been happening. So you mean to tell me you think just because these players are kneeling or out there talking about this stuff and that people, the cops still ain't going to shoot people? Michael Wilbon said this is not, my George Floyd wasn't going to be the last one. No. So I'm sorry, Molly. And I know what you said last week off air. You don't like her as a host. Mm-hmm. Well, you said it on air. Well, you don't like her as a host. No, I don't. I know my boy Fat doesn't. But that that quote really bothered me. What you mean? How could this happen again? Hello? Well, you been watching like the last 80 years? Stop. Come on, man. All right, call. We call. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you, so start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Hold out, Dan Snyder, so I'm not even going to waste my breath. Yeah, that's a waste of time. Clay Travis, I'm calling you out now. Uh-oh. Because I, I called out your fat sidekick, Jason Whitlock, last week. So I got to call you out since you want to say, oh, I'm working because the other NBA players aren't working. Shut up. Did, did he call him cock? Jason, <laughs> you know, sidekick. Where? Are you fucking kidding sidekick. me? Sidekick. Oh, he might be his. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? To Jason, when I done packed his bags and moved to Cash, well, Nashville. He ain't in Cashville. No, he ain't in Cashville. But let's be 100. So you want to claim that you're working since the NBA players took No, dude. Your work, you actually went on wax just because you want to bash these dudes for having a so, for having, for using their using their platform to promote social issues. Yep. Look, I ain't gonna ever call him, say a man a racist, but man, you got some racial tendencies, bro. (coughs) 
Will Kane. Oh, I think he races too. Uh, Will Kane being racist. I'm, Will Kane. I never like Will Kane. Yeah. And now you're gone. Good riddance from ESPN. You're now on Fox and Friends. <laughs> but I tell you, every time someone brings up China, I got to call him out. Because LeBron James basically said, you know, we're going to speak for the defendos who don't have a voice. And Will Kane had the subtweet and said, except for China, huh? I'm like, okay, man. Here you go. You want that China shit. I'm glad all y'all care so much about China, man. Like Stan Van Gundy saying, y'all care so much about China. I hope y'all are also helping make the changes in China since y'all always want to bring them up when it's convenient. Get out of here, dude. So be out of here. So be going. Brian Erlacher! Oh, oh, yeah. That, oh, that, that was my call now. I'm a hold yeah, that, I'm a, that's I'm a, me too. Okay. I knew we were not going to have him on this list. So let's breathe on this. Brian Erlacher... Pro Football Hall of Fame linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Fuck his Hall of Fame. Goes on Twitter and calls out the NBA players for the Bucks for boycotting the game and compared it to Brett Favre playing on Monday Night Football after the passing of his father. That right there. But that head. wasn't it. It, 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 it. Wait, it gets worse. Shout out to Onyx. He goes in and says... He goes and says... He, he likes a post on Instagram that says free cop the kid who did the who shot the people who shot the protesters in Kenosha. Right, Erlacher. You. Y'all breathe on me. I said, I said, Fuck you. And fuck everything you stand for. Man, let me tell you something. And and I, I hate this because I used to actually like Brian Erlacher as a player. He's one of my favorite linebackers. And to see this dude, like, just be so ignorant with these statements and everything he's doing, th this right there is the uh, is the epitome of if it, if, it, if it don't bother me, I ain't worried about it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I, it, it ain't my problem. If it don't bother me um, directly, it ain't my problem. So that's two weeks. You, got, you had him, you had Mike Dicker. Yeah. I think I, I think Erlacher is the epitome. What he just showed was the epitome of... Uh, White privilege, really is. Uh, um, he, you know, he, like 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 you said, if, if if it don't affect him directly, it don't matter. It don't matter. And for him to uh, compare, and it was sad that uh, you know Brett Favre lost his father. Absolutely. Um, but for him to compare those two instances oh. is 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 crazy. Brett Favre's father died of a sickness, mm -hmm. and and um in his later years, this, these dudes are being killed while they in their. 30s and all that like get the fuck out of here <laughs> no their their lives are being taken away yeah under, prematurely yeah. yeah like taken away like you're not just losing your life you were taking it's taken from away from here like get the fuck out of here man. That's, that's trash next one Stephen a smith we oh yeah this, we brought this up earlier calling bs on that stupid report you had on lebron last week first of all i didn't hear this from dave mcminniman Hear this from Chris Haynes. I didn't hear this from Woj. Nobody. I didn't hear this from Taylor Rooks. I didn't hear this from Shams. All these people who are in the bubble. But all of a sudden, you got sources in the bubble that say LeBron was trying to act like he was better than everybody. No, what LeBron was basically saying is, I'm the face of the league, and I got to be responsible, and my actions are also responsible for 300 other players. Exactly. So don't get out of here with talking about all these younger cats didn't like what LeBron said. And they did, man. Stop being so damn soft. Pretty much. Well, that's the era we in now. All these kids are soft now, man. Man, stop, dude. 
You can't say nothing negative about them. Yeah, they you been, can't criticize them. They've been baby their whole life. That, that, that's how. That's what happens. Max Kellerman. So might as well just make the trifecta. Everyone for first take made the list. What Max do? What Max do? Let me say this. And I, I know what he was. With, I usually fuck with and Max. I, and I still yeah, for do. Real. And I still do. But but he says something that I was like, and I think he needs to be careful how he words his his comments. He said that SEC fans are dumb, and they obviously are easy to manipulate. Basically, and I'm like this. I'm an SEC fan. I don't support the dude in the White House. No, mm-hmm. you need to come out and say, white SEC fans are dumb. Because my brother right here is a Georgia fan. Mm-hmm. He don't support the dude in the White House. Nope. I'm a Tennessee fan. I don't support the dude in the White House. You two are SEC fans. Y'all And y'all pack 12. Y'all don't support the dude in the White House. Nope. So be careful, Max. You quit the pander because you're getting some points on the Kaepernick front. But be careful what you say. Because you're smarter than that. Yeah. And I still and I still rock with Max. I'm rock, I still rock Max. He's my guy. But still, man, gotta be careful, man. That wasn't that wasn't that was kind of a, yeah. You you basically trying to pander too hard to the to the liberal crowd, and you obviously know the conservatives is coming at you. So let's be real, Bruce Arians. Oh my gosh, I, I I heard that quote too. Yeah, Bruce Arians last week said he's been protesting during the sixties. And he don't believe protests help. He said, "Get out there, helping your community or find or contribute financially." I'm sorry. Did the protests not just get 30 new voting venues over the United States of America? Mm-hmm. Facts. What the heck is going on in this game? Me too. D- did you see that? Yeah. That was what the hell was that? It's a moment, man. It's the moment. Yeah, look, it's the moment. It's the moment. Where are you throwing the ball to, dude? Thank you. What the hell were you doing? But Bruce Arians, come on, man. And and I'm not gonna say this about Bruce, but Bruce Arians, he doesn't. I'm gonna say this one thing about Bruce Arians as a coach. He gives a lot of minorities chances. Yeah, most definitely. His whole staff is basically black or female. So I'm gonna say I know what he's saying, but I'm glad he spoke because obviously you know you can have a conversation with him. Mm -hmm. He's not gonna oh he's not gonna just you know just. He's not going to just diss you off. He's going to sit there and listen, and he'll give his views, and he'll give, and you give your views, and y'all can meet in the middle. But the last person on this list who made this list, and they just made it, well, two people made this list, Kanye West. Oh, God. Kanye West is signed to Adidas. But for some odd reason, he thinks because he's black, he, could still wear, he should still wear Jordans. No, dude. You're signed to Adidas, so you wear what they pay you. You weren't, weren't you with Nike? You had that opportunity. Stop it. Move on to the next. And what brings me to Nike? Huh? And which brings me to Nike, I'm going to go to Mark to his list. Well, I, you, you, hit, you top my list. I only have one person that you already hit it, so go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Nike versus Erlacher. So Nike says last week they, they have all these releases for Kobe week, for Mamba week. But y'all don't release enough product for the real Kobe fans. Facts. Y'all let the resellers get to them, and nobody, and then the real diehard Kobe fans can't buy something to celebrate the Mamba. Get your mind right, man. Stop letting the resellers, stop letting the resellers in the bots get to the get to the product before the real people who are actually gonna spend the money. Well, Go hey, what, shout, what, shout out to my boy Joe. He hit those uh, undefeated uh, Kobe packs. Good, good. Good for him, man. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody. We Me and Josh got struck out. And and the, and the thing is with, with Nike, money, man, I, I, I feel like they do that a lot. They they say that they want to stop resellers, but they still only make a limited amount of pair of shoes. That's the dumbest thing I could ever think of. Why would you make a limited amount of shoes? I I never understood that. You, you try to make the shoe put on a pedestal more than it should be. 
Like that doesn't make any sense. Even for the resellers, that doesn't benefit y'all at all. Just keep, just keep the shoe going in rotation. I said just raise the shoe price up. Yeah, shoot it all the way out like about three hundred, <clears throat> three four. Okay, let's go over <laughs> mass production. I say mass production. What about so freeze? Who you got on your list? Man. Mark Mark said his ones with Brian Erlacher. Who you got to call? Who you want to call out today? I want to call out the media for us. Oh no, not us. Oh, okay, the media that I'm not even a Laker fan, and I have to call them out about this. Oh yeah. How in the world did anybody have the thought that the Los Angeles Lakers were going to lose to the Portland Trailblazers in the first round? Oh, hold on. Hold I on, cannot. Hold, 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 I cannot believe that. Do y'all still got the video? Yep. Can we play that? Do we got time? Can we play that? Uh, send it to me. Send, I got you. Send it right now. Yeah. Send so, it to the uh, podcast phone. Got you. I don't. I don't understand what in the world made you uh, think you got. You go to the uh, Instagram. It's in the um, in the group on Instagram. But um, what made y'all think that anybody on Portland was going to stop Anthony Davis and LeBron James? Did you did, did you really think that what Look, Damian Lillard? Whoa. whoa. Damn, Jeremy Grant said, get, "Whoa, wow! Well, I cannot believe." Yeah, I can't believe what's going on either. This game should not be this close. But um, what made what made y'all think that Damian Lillard was doing enough to beat the Lakers in a seven game series? The precursor should have been where he actually played a team that was good in the bubble, and he only scored twenty two points and missed two free throws at the end. That was the Clippers. Thank you. So. If you it, look, if you cannot beat, we got it, man. You got it. Have a chance to beat Go the Lakers. If the Portland Trail Blazers get started over, producer man. By the way, so what we're gonna do is, so this we're gonna play this. Hold on, pause, pause, pause. What we're gonna play? They might have a chance to beat the Lakers. Pause. This is a video from a guy on Twitter called Pick, at Pick Up Hoops. This is the account. He he found a montage of everybody who picked the Portland Trail Blazers. You gonna hear some familiar voices on there. Play it, producer man. The Portland Trailblazers, they might have a chance to beat the Lakers. If the Portland Trailblazers get in the playoffs, they will beat the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round. I am picking Portland to beat the Lakers. The Lakers cannot defend the three. Last night, Denver shot 57% on threes. Did not miss any in the fourth. Denver's backups did not miss any in the fourth. If you can't shoot the three and you can't defend the three, you can't beat Portland. If you can make shots and you have elite guard play, you can beat the Lakers. I am very, very worried about the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round if they play the Portland Trailblazers. I'm not going to go as far as to say it's a foregone conclusion. They'll lose, but they could. And here's the prediction I will make. That particular series would go seven games. The Lakers should be worried and they should be scared because for asking who gonna guard Braun, who gonna guard AD, which are valid questions, who the heck gonna guard Dame? That's my real concern. Mm. On any given night, we've seen LeBron and you've talked about it recently. Like LeBron, if he go off, he might go off for 35. If Dame go off, Dame going <laughs> off about 45, 50. Yeah. Plus you got CJ, plus you got Nurk, and then you got Melo who's 
showing himself to be the Hall of Famer that he truly is all over again. So I look at the, the totality of the Trailblazers, and I think that the Lakers will be in big, big trouble. I'm, I'm concerned about the Lakers. I'm concerned. They might they may go down in history as the as the third team to lose to an eighth seed in the first round because this is this is the best eighth seed that the NBA has ever hater. seen in NBA history. He's a hater all the way. When the Blazers win tomorrow, they'll be matched up against the Lakers. And look, I don't say this as a hot take. I say it as fact. The Blazers have a better starting five than the Lakers. The Blazers have a better starting five than the Lakers. Look at the Lakers depth chart. Look at the Lakers roster. Look at the Trailblazers roster. The Blazers have a better roster. I guarded Kobe in the garden. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Now, after everybody just heard all that blasphemy that we just heard. Now, as you can see right now, well, you can't see it, but on the screen it says the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers are the only uh, Western Conference Western Conference um, teams right it's, now in the semifinals. It, it, <laughs> Just hearing that, that shit made me, it made me laugh. Uh, Nick Wright uh, said, I, like you, I have a lot of uh, really great journalist friends who you go hear on this video. Uh, and a lot of great journalists. And then Paul Pierce. Oh! Oh, oh my God. It was, go to the hole! Oh, oh, garbage. Garbage. Foul! Pass the ball! You foul! Why he didn't pass it to... Donovan Mitchell. Oh, that stinks. Ugh. That nigga missed that nigga blew the layup. He oh, is trash. How the heck did that happen? He's hot and he should be. How do you miss a, a layup? Now they should have kicked it up to him. He was down there waiting. Yeah, I feel for Spider right yeah, now. Yeah, he should be hurt. And good, good, go, go to him, dog. He knows. Yeah. He knows, he knows, man. And tell, you can see the emotion on that dude's face. Yeah, that hurt. And he gonna, he, I guarantee you, he's going right, when he get back to the, he's going right to the gym. Um, as soon as he gets back out of, once he get out of quarantine. That was, a, that was a big turnover he had, though. Yeah, yeah it was. That, I know that hurts. So, All Denver's right. going to the next one. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the Adi Zero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. So uh, the Los Angeles Clippers will be dogging out the Denver Nuggets um, in the next round and be waiting for the Lakers. So that is, ladies and gentlemen, calling out names. <laughs> Don't make the lit. Eat. And this time for our final segment of the day, we call this the main event. The last couple of weeks, if you listen, we gave our top five 30 for 30s. And we also gave our 30 for... Ryan Donovan Mitchell right open, dude. Like, come on, son. He Look, let me tell you... Wow. He's like, wow. He's standing there like, you, come on, man. That hurts. I feel for Spider. Look, look I kind of don't. Well, well, uh, check this out. How he'll, in the he'll, world he'll bounce, he'll bounce back? How well, in the world? First and foremost, Rudy Gobert is the tallest dude on the court. How in the hell you don't see your your boy who just fell down up over there and not pass him the ball? And how in the world you go up the court and don't look for Donovan Mitchell? Was that Mike Conley that took that shot? Yes, it was. Mike Conley's an idiot. 
should have kicked the ball out. He's smarter than that. So, so as we go to our main our final segment today, which we call the main event, we're gonna have we, as you know, the past few weeks we gave our top five 30 for 30s, and we gave our future 30 for 30s. But I thought this topic was so deep that we need to bring. There were some ones that didn't make the cutting floor. There were some honorable mentions. So. I'm gonna give you guys a chance to give. What were the honorable mentions that didn't make your f- five future thirty for thirties? Oh shit! I have to think about mine again. Uh, so we'll go freeze. You ready? Oh yeah, I, I can. I can think of one right now. Go ahead. Uh, Carmelo's uh, first tenure up over there with um, with the Nuggets. Mm. That, that was that was that was those are some good Nuggets teams over there, and he had some some good battles with Kobe during that time as well. Conference Finals. Yeah, that, those are interesting teams. Yeah, the first round. Yeah, and you know even just going on. To um, to stuff like just everything that happened, even in leading up to him going up over there to the Knicks and everything, it he made the Nuggets interesting. Most definitely, he made the Nuggets one of those teams. Like, yeah, you got to watch out for these dudes. And he had a lot of great moments over there. And he's, you know, Melo's a Hall of Fame player, most definitely. So that 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 would be something. And also, I would I would do a whole entire um thirty for thirty just on that draft. Wow, that's a good. That, they, now that'd be dope. That'd be super yeah. dope. I would do a thirty for thirty on that draft. Mark, you ready? Or you want to go? Uh, I think a thirty for thirty. I would like to see. You was just talking about it earlier. Uh, the Braves. Uh, Ooh, dynasty. Year. Yeah. yeah. I, I I like to see that. I mean, like you said, fourteen straight division champs. Uh, one only World one World Series. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Against the, against the Indians get, 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 get fat out of here Yeah so We had <laughs> Shout out to fat I had a few That didn't make the That didn't make the list But I wanna give them my, These are my five That man didn't make the list Cause when my brain Just started Just, just started the Computer just was just going One I wanted Is called LA Rising And obviously Us being from LA And I got this off The it off Cause of Baron Davis That tweet On who were the top 20 LA high school ba- Basketball players Of all time so I want to talk about the history of LA high school basketball. Some of the biggest names in the NBA, who some of the biggest names in high school basketball in LA, the ones who made it to the pros, ones who didn't make it. We just talked about the Shea Cotton documentary a few weeks ago. Obviously, we talk about a lot of these guys who were playing, who are playing from here. There's so many great basketball players who came from LA. And for Baron to say, name the top 20, name your top 20 all time. That could just be a series. Yeah. Another one I have, I caught uh, is about Kevin Durant going to the Warriors. Ooh, that would be an interesting. Because you want to, I want to bring out the '73-9 season. This infamous phone call between Draymond and Bob Myers. What happened with him and Russ when after they blew that three-one lead? Everything. So I want to see that one. This one I'm kind of creative. I call it the two gems. Not, and, I, and it's about, and you brought up James Dolan earlier, Mark. I want to do a, see a documentary about how him and Jim Buss ruined the Lakers and the Knicks. Ooh. Because obviously, Jeannie has done her best to re- try to get things back, you know, and, you know, get these back on the, on the right track. But Jim Dolan, but James Dolan is a total idiot, obviously. And Jim Buss. Damn near ruined the Lakers after his father passed, signing guys like Timothy Mosgoff and Lou Aldang. 
that was the first signing of free agency. Don't the, remind me. The first. Don't minute. remind. Don't remind me. Basically, miss trying to sell everything that wasn't basketball to Carmelo and Dwight and Lamarcus Aldridge, and just it was just awful. So I needed to talk because because obviously ever since they've been Jim Buss has been fired. You never heard from him. You remember him and his brother tried to sue them. Try to sue to regain ownership. That didn't happen. So I want to talk about them. Those who covered them, and obviously the Knicks are just a total train wreck. And then my last one, and we'll head on out, I call it Hall of Shame. The politics and the bias that into electing pro football Hall of Famers. Ooh. Because there's no way in hell Terrell, Terrell Owens should have been a third, should have been a Hall of Famer on his third year in eligibility. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that 100%. That, that could po- be a whole segment. The politics... That go into this election because obviously we now see this year we know Tom Flores has been elected for the senior committee, Drew Pearson, Bill Nunn. Obviously, we know we're gonna have the holdovers from last year's class because of the pandemic, and in this mm-hmm. year's class, we know two locks obviously are gonna be Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson. Oh yeah, guaranteed. And the question is, who else who, do are there guys who have been waiting years are gonna finally get in, or or somebody else? But that's what I see. You those know, are the ones I want to see. You know what I have a problem with that? List. With that uh that whole selection thing anyways is? What? It's going to be more and more difficult for a lot of these older players that ha- that were really really good like legit Hall of Famers of their time to get in. Because for example, if you put a quarterback that let's say that played during like the 70s or the 80s and you and you compare his numbers c- compared to like a quarterback now, they may he may have the same numbers as Matthew Stafford, right. but Matthew Stafford's most definitely not a Hall of Famer. Sure ain't. So that that's where it'll get more difficult, especially like with receivers as well, because these receivers nowadays are putting up numbers that are like ridiculous. You know, they, they're put they're, they that really shows you how good Jerry Rice was, because he does these dudes are pretty much putting up similar type of numbers to him, and he was doing this way before. Oh my God! When they was running the ball, he was doing this. <laughs> and then you also bring in. They just announced that uh, Tony Dungy is going to be elected part of the voting committee. He's only the fourth Hall of Famer that they let in the room. They need to get more pl- former players in the room. It's all. It's basically majority media. That's who should be doing this. That's that. I never understood that process. Even the NBA voting um, process is ridiculous. Well, the thing with the NBA is, as we're going to head up, it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. I know. And that's why I think anybody can say all four of us could probably be in the in the, in the Naismith Hall of Fame. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know. Yeah, obviously, okay. it's, it's, it's easy to get elected. Yeah, I, especially if you consider dudes. <laughs> it is. It is. Man, look. What is this nigga saying? Let me tell you something. <laughs> look, there are people trying to make a case for Chauncey Billups to be in the Hall of Fame. He's Chauncey gonna, Billups. Are gonna, you kidding me? He's going to get in just because he beat the Lakers. No, you want to know how he's going uh, to make it? Why? Because he's now peers with all the people that do the voting. That's the reason why Grant Hill got in so damn easily. Don't get me wrong. There's certain players that made it. Like, for example, I had this same discussion with everybody. Tracy McGrady is not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he is a Hall of Famer. And people look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, he shouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He only got in in um, as a first ballot because he's pretty much working with these dudes that making the votes. Pretty much. That's the only reason why he's first ballot. There's no reason in the world that he should have that that title. He shouldn't have that same title as Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron's going to eventually have it in um, Shaq and these type of dudes. Like, Jason no. Kidd. Yeah, well, yeah, Jason Kidd, for real. First battle Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul. I'm, I'm, yeah, Chris Paul yeah. will be a first battle Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. So, but that's what, when I, those ones I had in there make the list, man. I think that was good. So that was a good episode, gentlemen. Most definitely. So again, RIP to Lute Olsen, Chadwick Bozeman, 
Cliff Robinson, and of course, Coach John Thompson. He got some BS on the wall in the background. He need to go and clean that off. Hey, don't don't be hating on my man Michael Cooper. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it's, it's the third best basketball player I've ever seen play basketball on that picture too. But anyway, who Magic? <clears throat> who's, the, who's who's one and two? Jordan and LeBron. Okay, I could I could be I'm cool with that. So next, I'm about to say something else. So next week, nah. ju- so next week, we're gonna be we're gonna be talking a lot of football next week because the NFL season starts next next Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Hey, before we get out of here, so we know Clips playing uh, Denver. Yeah. How many games you got Clips winning in? Five. Six. Oops. I think it's six. I got five. Okay. What you got, B? Four. Oh, sweet. sweet. Wow. All right. All right. Okay. Only reason why I'm, okay. only reason I'm not I, saying I, it's I, because I, of Joker. I think Clips go, go, go trick off the game. All right, rapid All right. fire since we brought since you brought this up. Let's start. Okay. Who who wins tomorrow night? Houston or OKC? OKC wins. And how many games do they lose to the Lakers? Four. Five. I would say four. I think Chris Paul will will them the one game, and LeBron will feel sorry for him. I say Chris Paul will will them to a close game. <laughs> In the East. Boston or, or, or Toronto? Well, I got Boston coming out the East. So. Well, that's, that's right. If Boston um, comes out the East, they're going to get destroyed by wh- whichever LA team they play against. But do they beat Toronto? Do they win the series with Toronto? No. You think Toronto what, still comes back? I think, it's, I think it's Boston. I still think it's going to be Lakers-Boston in the finals. I think that series is going seven games. I said Lakers-Boston at the beginning of the season. Milwaukee-Miami. Miami. My, I think Miami's going to win that series. I told, I told Will, my, I think Miami going to win that series. Yeah, because they have somebody to guard um, Giannis. They have three people that can guard Giannis. Yeah, seriously. I'm going to ask two questions on the, on the, on those, on the series. Yeah. If, if Houston is eliminated, which I think we all are in agreement on, they, by, clean, they clean house, right? By uh, coach. By coach, by Russ. Um, I think Russ is gone regardless. My personal opinion. Uh, but why are we forgetting the one obvious name? James Harden's going nowhere. No, we're still not. Not, not him. Oh, Dan Tony? No, not him. Cool. Why? Why are we not saying Dar- by Daryl Morey? Oh man, <laughs> they don't get rid of him. Daryl Morey. If the, if, uh, I said this and I tweeted this earlier. A black general manager will not be get away with causing an international incident like he did, and still have these these underachieving teams year after year. I think he's done. If they lose, I think he's done regardless. Yeah. But I think if they get bounced out tomorrow, which we think, he's done. Dan Tony's done. And I think they're going to shop Russ. They should. And then in Milwaukee, someone said they could see Giannis getting traded to the, to the Heat. What? For who? But basically, they're saying, well, I don't know if he gets traded, but I think the Heat. Could be the destination he signs with in 2021. That would be dangerous. Because I think that's why they're building this team the way they build it with Hero and Duncan Robinson. They got a lot of shooters. Yeah, because they know Giannis can't shoot. So you basically go one in, four out. Well, not even just that. Jimmy Butler's not the most consistent shooter either. So it makes a lot of sense. But their team is small. Like or, they may, or, they may, or they're also going to make a run at Oladipo. But. Uh, I heard Oladipo um, might get shot. And I heard that the Lakers should be one of those teams that should be trying to shop for him. Yeah, I heard that too. And I and if they if they do, that would be a very good pickup. We'll see. That that'll make them very scary. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another great episode of Sports for You. Again, follow us on Instagram at Sports for You Podcast. Follow Townhouse Media. Like us on Facebook. Follow Townhouse Media. Townhouse Media now on Instagram. Sign up. Like us on Facebook. Always download. Remember the link is in the bio. You want to hear all our previous episodes. 
You can go to our bot, go to our Instagram, click on the link, and you can see all the episodes. This is episode twelve. Um, obviously, like us on Facebook and everything. Follow, if you download us, Google Spreaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Next week is our football preview show. We'll close out. The, we'll talk about the West. We'll talk some fantasy football, and we'll start looking ahead to also to the college football season of whatever they're gonna have, whatever's left of it. Yeah, so there's still some conferences they're gonna tip off, ne- kick off next week, but we're gonna talk a lot football next week, and we're gonna probably be almost near the conference finals. So thank y'all again for listening. Hold on, before you before we get out of here, now you remember how the Pac uh, twelve was basically like. Um, they don't want to uh, have no season because of you know the right. health riskies and all that. Right. Um, there's still youth uh, football games going on out here in California. <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> and, that, and on that note, <laughs> that's that's Nick Freeze, that's Mark, that's producer Ben. I'm John. Thank y'all. Good night. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Justice for J- Jacob Blake. Justice for Brianna Taylor. Peace. Shoot my shot, heavy horse. Uh, I'm in the paint, Tony Park. Uh, I'm from the gang, I'm a martyr. I'm not a rapper, I'm an artist. Sniper aim, hit the target. Uh, you ain't glowing hard enough, you ain't bright enough to illuminate the darkness. Go a little farther, right? I just went did all that time, now I'm leveling up. Don't hold my line, wasting my lines, I'm leveling up. I gave you the boo, and I came to you, leveling up. Don't really care about you, cause I'm leveling up. I wasted all that time, now I'm leveling up. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.